Welcome back to There Will Be Dungeons with me, Scott, Bo, John, Kyle, and Kristen. That's right, Kyle and Kristen making their triumphant return to There Will Be Dungeons today, which is our uh, 10th session. Welcome, everybody. Real quick, before we uh, throw it to Bo and let him do whatever recap he has planned from last week, a quick email came to us from Julie who says, Hi. My fiance and I watch There Will Be Dungeons episodes, and we absolutely love it. Which is a big, huge exclamation point. We recently started playing D&D because of you guys. You look like you are having so much fun. Thanks again. Keep being awesome. Go Nash, says Julie. Now, I don't want to pull my own string here or anything. Bias. Uh, <laughs> and selected emails. And selected. Because there's definitely another one I could have selected that doesn't like me very much, but that's okay. We'll take all kinds, and if you want to send in your feedback, uh, just go to therewillbedungeons.com and click on the contact uh, link at the top of the page and send us your thoughts. We might read them here on the stream slash podcast slash video archive. Okay, enough talk from me. I'm turning the keys over to, uh, to Bo, who will now sit in the driver's seat, turn the key, not flood the engine, and take us on yet another wild ride. Previously on There Will Be Dungeon. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it? No, that's uh, all? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the, you party, said- uh, the, the party, Varel, Hope, Nash, and who am I missing? Stanley. <laughs> We're chasing the goblin raiders in an attempt to rescue the couple dozen or so residents of Dust Hill from possible death and certain misery at the hands of uh, the goblins. As they chased them through the desert, the goblin warband broke off several vehicles in an attempt to distract and hinder our party. There was a, a destructive vehicle combat, but at the end of the combat, our heroes prevailed, having killed dozens upon dozens of goblins in horrific car accident. Unfortunately, the Fate 4 was injured. Its engine had overheated, and it was they were unable to continue their pursuit of the goblin warband. And so Hope took immediately to trying to repair the engine as quickly as possible. While this was happening, Nash went to explore the desert surroundings and came upon an antenna and felt a strange force. In his investigation, he got swallowed up by the sand. Meanwhile, Stanley was talking to a tree over the CB radio. (laughs) Two apparently unrelated, but strange events. He went out to, while he was discussing, whatever it was he was discussing with the tree, he found out that Nash had been swallowed up by the sand and went to investigate himself. And during that investigation, also got swallowed up by the sand. Varel and Hope were now down two party members and didn't know what to do. Hope, not to be deterred in her any efforts to rescue people and do the right thing, went back to the Fate 4 and made a shovel because they didn't have a shovel. So she made a makeshift shovel and attempted to dig her way into the ground, but to no avail. Varel was kind of ambivalent to the whole thing. <laughs> It seemed that they weren't going to be able to rescue them, and they decided to give them some time 
before the truth of the matter had really set in and spent the night in Fate 4 anxiously sleeping. The next day, they woke and made continued attempts, but the the reality set in that the Earth had swallowed up both Stanley and Nash, uh, Stanley and Nash, and that they'd be gone forever. Just as they were starting to accept fate, pack it in, and continue on their way uh, to chase down the goblins, the Earth erupted, <laughs> and a giant torrent of sand billowed. And from it, they saw Nash clawing his way out. And then shortly thereafter, they saw Stanley also uh, crawling his way out, yelling at somebody down below who had apparently fallen. In that instant, this was far off. In that instant, the earth slowly closed back in on itself as if nothing had happened. And Hope and Varel saw Stanley and Nash just standing there in the open desert. They were waving. Hey, hey tried to flag down Nash and Stanley and they had noticed but no sooner had that happened than another torrent of sand blowing open the ground and a giant black claw the size of a building claw shot out of the earth and scratched the ground making these giant claw marks in the sand and then another giant torrent of sand uh, came forth from the ground and this time it was a large head of a dragon its eye the size of Varel alone, and its head was like moving around and looking. And then another torrent of sand as the second claw came out, and the dragon hoisted itself up on the ground and then shot itself into the air, into the blue sky, until it was disappeared out of existence. Whoa. Everyone stood in shock at what they had just seen, the sight unbelievable to the imagination Mm. and as soon as everyone had collected their collective shit together about what had just happened they could hear and on the horizon dozens upon dozens of vehicles at top speed drilling their way down to the player's location Wow. Alright, big finish. Does that bring us that brings us current? Yeah. Alright, well then we should probably do a big finish. Here you go, guys. Big finish. Where is it? Hold on, here's a big finish. Alright, that's intense stuff. Hot afternoon. No clouds in the sky, nothing but sun beating down upon you. Everyone's sweaty and dirty. Mm. Everyone, for the purpose of this, is well-rested, so you can, if you have any refreshing of sheets to do, do it. Um, you do hear the sounds of electric guitars and drums carrying, echoing throughout the desert, and on the horizon to the west, southwest, coming from the southwest, are an uncountable number of vehicles, dust, and that distortion from the heat of the desert air in that direction. Did that music, uh, was that them? Are they playing music or are we just have, is that just for flavor here to get us stoked about the thing? No, there's music. Okay. There's definitely gonna electric guitars and drums. Okay. Grab binoculars and look in the distance and see if they're goblins. Okay, survival check. Uh, 12. 
Okay, so uh, you see, uh, by your count, for, you can't see what's behind the vehicles that are kicking up a lot of dust. You see two dozen vehicles of various makes. Looks way too nice, even though they're kind of crappy for goblins. Looks like human. Hmm. Have or we... Something else. Nash's people. Have we fixed the car? The car is repaired, yes. Okay, cool. I'm and how is running towards them. Yeah, how distant out are they? Uh, you guys are about a 15-minute jog from the Fate 4. You guys can see each other on the distance. Like, small little specks. Of people. All right, I'm beginning my jog. Okay. All right, so, uh, Nash, are you going to join? Or... Yeah, I'm going to go with him. All right, All right so they, you guys run up to... <laughs> takes a little while. I'm very tired from your previous adventure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you you run up to the you, you finally run up to them after about 15 minutes the, the vehicles are still in the distance maybe about another hour out during the 15 minute run uh, I guess we'll we'll prep the car uh, mm -hmm. probably gossip about the ridiculousness of apparently them summoning an ancient dragon mm -hmm. and how long were we gone Bo? what's the clock? Like um, John, so John and I? it was about 18 hours okay alright so they've had they had enough time to be hours. by be shocked by our disappearance, get some rest, and then sort of see us come see us emerge. Meander and try and decide whether or not to abandon you guys or right. I mean what to do. You know, sort of come to terms with the fact that you guys are gone. I'd like to know how close they came to just leaving our asses out there. That's what I want to know. Well, you can ask them. They're here now. Um, before that, though, <laughs> Varel, um, what direction were the the goblins headed? Can you tell me that? So when we take off, yeah, I'll do a perception. Or would it good. be a tracking? Perception to for what? Sorry, he says perception or tracking for uh, uh, seeing which way the goblins are going. Which way the? Oh, okay, you want to do which okay, went, survival? Yeah. Ten. From what you can tell from the general layout, they had swerved to the northeast, or, yeah. And the vehicles are coming from the southeast. Cool. Well, then we can pursue and avoid. I agree. We don't have time to deal with these humans. Do they, as, as they've gotten closer, I'll ask uh, Hope, do they have any markings on them or these dragon cultists? Put on the binoculars again. Roll another survival. A ten. Okay. Um, so they're not any. Uh, as as they're getting closer, they don't look like anything you've encountered before. There are humans on the vehicle uh, vehicles, as well as um, you see other different types of shapes. So you surmise that there might be more than just humans on on this ride, on this, this warband rather. I don't see any markings. I don't. Uh, there might be. Might not just be humans either. Well, let's prep the truck for the companions who are ultimately alive. I thought they killed themselves on some sort of magical adventure. You don't gotta tell me twice, and I'll jump into the driver's seat, roll down the window. Stanley Nash, get your butts in the car. I'll open the back. There's a back door, right out the back. Yes. Uh, yeah, there is. Yeah. Cool. Then as we sort of flip around the car to face the direction, we'll be driving and ultimately I will be at the back door. Okay. Alright, so Nash and Stanley, you run up and the car is starting to roll. 
roll out and you get the, the jump in and you're helped in by uh, Varel. Bok uh, Bok as well also is like, wait, and he's clambering up and he clambers in behind too and gets in. Was he with them the whole time? Yes. Okay. As well as the old man. The old man's the old man is in there. Uh, his his update is after he's come to consciousness, but he's been in a semi catatonic state in the vehicle, just like I forgot about and the old. You've man. noticed you've noticed Bok Bok has since put a leash on him, so there's now like a belt on his neck with a with a rope uh, attached. <laughs> okay, I forgot about the old man. Entirely forgot about the old man. He's still there, penis and all. Mm. <laughs> oh, good, he's whole then. Um, we should Wait. hope, Vorel. I am so happy to see you. Are you both all right? What happened? As I'm driving away, I'm uh, so glad to see you, you as well. I Sorry, missed. Which I'd... direction are you driving? In? North, northeast, northeast right? toward yeah. where the goblins were going. Okay. So we are pursuing them and avoiding the humans, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, this, you're attempting to avoid the humans, yeah? Well, yeah. <laughs> whether whether we will successfully do that or not, <clears throat> resides. We are the guy in the video in the middle will determine that. Um, I'd look down and notice I'm holding, I'm holding Stanley's hand. <laughs> okay. And I kind of jerk away like, Ugh. but, but inside. Inside of me, Nash is glad that we had this experience. And I don't know if people remember this or not, but there was a rough few early moments for Nash and Stanley after we got sucked into that void. I had just gone through another horrible, hideous, explosive, awful thing. Varel and Hope aren't even aware of this. So I had this horrible experience again, worried at the same time that A, I'm going to blow everybody up, and B, I don't have the answers as to why this is happening to me. And then and then Stanley and I had a fight uh, just a kind of a verbal uh, touche and uh, after at the end of all of this on the other side of it I have gained Nash has gained new respect for uh, Stanley's leadership skills down there and so I just want everyone to understand that's my state of mind thus saith Stanley or no, thus, thus saith Nash Maggard of the, of the solar mines so, so you're saying this out loud yeah you... I've explained I'm not going to do it because I don't know how to <laughs> say it but I've I have I have shared that story just now with everybody in that level of detail so okay. they understand right. that I, I want right. them to know that I want them to know that Nash feels a little bad about being such a pisser all the time and this experience has brought Stanley and I closer. I'm not into him or anything. That hand holding was a mistake. It's probably just because we're still getting out of there. We pulled each other out of this thing. I kind of want you to RP it. I don't want to force you. But I don't. I'm I don't not going to RP that business. I'm just saying. I just want this to be the. This should be the 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 feeling everybody's got moving forward. This was a sh this was a life altering experience for for Nash. He feels differently on the other side of it. It has Nash. shaped his character. Nash, I am so pleased to hear, and you may be confused by my previous demeanor that I cared much for your friendship flowers that have blossomed this day. <laughs> I'm afraid there are more important matters at hand. What did you do down there to awaken such a beast? I don't actually know. All I know is this. There was a staff, and I can't <laughs> help shake the feeling that that staff should have been mine. And I don't know why I don't have it now. But I could blame our companions. Not you, Stanley. We're pals now. 
But those little shitty gnomes. I no, think... you you met gnomes down there. Oh yeah, we should probably mention that. We uh, Stanley and I we met gnomes and they adventured with us and they were part of our team. They were also kind of skeevy and hard to tell if we should trust them. I kind of still don't. But they provided us with whatever companionship one might need in a situation like that. <laughs> that sounds wrong. I don't mean it the way it sounds. That's wonderful to hear, Nash. I'm, I'm glad you both found that companionship you needed down there. <laughs> but I don't even know if they'd believe us, Stanley. Tell them about the tree. A lot has happened. Uh, has best, please. Nash somewhat summarized for you all. The dragon was news to us. I have no idea where that came from, but uh, there was a lot of very crazy things down there. I got attacked by a, a case. Oh. A case of, of what? Just a regular case. Turns out that's a dangerous thing. And, it, and, and there was a tree? Yeah. A big Underground. tree. Yeah. Roots, tree. Yes. Morel, do you remember the tree that spoke to us? There was a voice that he did not say he was a tree at the time. Oh, didn't he? Well, turns out it was a tree, and it, yes, it, we met it, and it wanted to die, and we helped it with that, and that's when the dragon showed up and unfortunately our gnome friends did not make it. He was a guardian of sorts. He warned you that he was the cap on the on the bomb that would have gone off? No, he seemed to be more of a, a science experiment of some kind. Down there, it was, it was very strange. There was a big facility full of all manner of strange creatures and ultimately we destroyed it. it the whole it, thing. It, it, yeah. Here's the other thing. That place was full of eight-legged dogs. And if you don't believe me, ask him, because he was there too. We saw him, we fought them. There were also little oil creatures that actually helped us. And then uh, there was a giant multi-mouth quivering flesh blob that was horrendous. Here, I'll, I'll mimic what he sounded like. Are you ready to hear me mimic it? Yes. This is what it sounded like. Hold on. Here here it is. Hold on. That's the best impression I can do. And it was scary as hell, but we we prevailed. Much to the... Uh, uh, interesting like, like <laughs> Wait, quiz... Uh, uh, sort of. I mean, it was intense like Quizquaz, but not quite as, uh, I don't know, not quite as evil. We learned a lot about my sleeping spell down there. What we were told was that this facility was some sort of prison that contained all manner of dangerous creatures to the world, and we had assumed that when the tree asked to be destroyed that we would destroy the entire prison and everything in it. That was our understanding. Unfortunately, it looks like that dragon might have also been a prisoner there and not perished in the blast. Zero indication he was down there, I should add. Nothing. Well, Nobody it was a told big us. prison, and we explored like three rooms. And that jackass janitor, prison warden, voice, computer man 
never once said there's a dragon down here we had no idea if we've unleashed something terrible we didn't know but more to the point do we have any idea what these other vehicles are that i'm seeing on the horizon trouble i would assume the party of which you're an apology for blowing up their ancient prison Oh, there were no people down there. Uh, the only because thing they're that all was in the left... cars chasing us. <laughs> I don't think that's true. They did say that it had been thousands of years, and uh, it, all that was left was a computer and, like we said, some very strange creatures. But we I are pleased you are alive. Your magics have been useful many times, but they have also got us into much trouble. And we have yet another sweet situation here to clean up, and we better prepare for battle. Be straight with us. Were you going to leave? Of course. Damn it. Naturally. I wasn't going to leave. Varel was ready to go. We I was going to wait longer. I would have yeah. given a week. Varel, you can't. We can't. We couldn't. No, this is going to be a system. We were going to leave a trail of <laughs> goblin bodies once every half mile in the direction we went. But, Varel, we'd have to catch up to the goblins in order to leave the bodies. Which is why we would gain speed by dropping one goblin every couple of miles. All right. That was Varel's plan. I'll take it. <laughs> Ultimately, I, I'm grateful that you waited, but... I still worry for the people of Dust Hill who've been taken, and every bit of time we waste is another chance that one of them isn't going to make it home. There appears to be a brand new option. Sle swear allegiance to the Dragon Overlord and become the most powerful beings in the planet. I mean, we'll put it on the table. <laughs> if, it, if it shows up, I, I will abandon Dust Hill. Good to know where your loyalties lie, Varel. If the dragon of which you summoned emerged three times, one for each hand and a head, lands and says, join me, and I will look at this truck, and I will look at him, and I will say yes. And I would assume we would all do the same. You know, I don't know until I get there, but... <laughs> I'm glad that we have a basic understanding of what our plan is going to be. And we have no idea what intentions that dragon has. For all we, we know. We don't know if that dragon's going to be coming back. Yeah, we don't know a thing about it. There may be more down there. He may have been one of many. He may have children. He may be nice. Can I do a religion check to maybe know a name of an ancient being who rested below the sands for a thousand years? Uh, yeah, or do you have one in mind? We didn't really, you know... Do you have anything in your belief system as a lizard folk person with respect to deities? Uh, my people are more about the stars, so it'd be a pretty ancient tale. I'll give it a shot, though. No, three. So um, there, yeah, you're not uh, you're not thinking of anything like any any deities or god like god creatures that you don't already know come to mind. Now, actually, as I think about it, this arrival of these other vehicles might present an opportunity. One of the biggest concerns I've had as we've gone along is how are we going to face this many goblins with just 
the four of us were bringing group of unknowns at the goblins at the same time we might have unintentional and unexpected allies would you like to stop and meet with them ugh <laughs> I, Nash seems to not like that idea <laughs> oh it seems scary we should find a way to avoid the obvious beginning where they drive around us in circles and all cheer and hoot and poke us with sticks Perhaps we can get to some sort of vantage point or at least have a defensible position for such a conversation. Can anyone still see the dragon? Is he gone? Is that it? He's not the up there. The dragon um, blinked into the sky. Okay, so he he's... flew straight up into the sky until he was invisible. Okay, so he's gone. And there's nothing left to see. Perspective-wise, are we still at a point where we're more or less seeing them coming towards us or now would they be at a point where they're following us? They're They're following you. So you would have gone northeast, and they would have. It appears that they're no. In fact, it still looks like they're gaining on you. So they're about now forty-five minutes out from you. And you hear the they hear the guitars. See, that's the unfriendly part. Stanley, <laughs> do you know how to play music? Can you play to them? Maybe we can communicate with sound. Do you have any way I to think amplify it? I actually it? do, but hold on. Let me just double check. Because if you did, we'd, start, we'd have to figure out a way to amplify it all the way back there. 45 minutes away is quite a ways. Yeah. yeah I mean... It's just, it's just echoing on the horizon. Like, it's not it's not right next to you. These right. Are. But you can hear theirs because it's, like, ridiculously amplified somehow. And John may not be enough to equal that, to have them hear it. I'm not exactly musically inclined. I can hit a drum. I can play a flute. That's about it. <laughs> the drum might work. Oh, wait. I picked a lute because it was the equivalent of a guitar. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, actually, I think I can. Oh, right. A D&D guitar is a lute, right? Pretty much. I mean, oh, that's, yeah. that was the assumption when I took it. I was like, oh, it's, lute. It's the closest analog, yeah. 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 That's basically a guitar. A fantasy guitar. Are we driving right now, by the way? Are we on Look, the road? I, it, I don't know if it matters. I don't think we have a guitar to play. Or a drum. Or a flute. Or speakers. There's no PA system on the Fate 4. No. Mm -hmm. We could dance on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's an exciting thing. I got an immovable rod. Look What's at this that? thing. We found yeah, be, it. Be uh, careful how you use that on a moving vehicle. I was not going to use it because I was worried about that very thing. I, I thought rather than make you just lose it instantly, I'm going to be nice and give you a little flag and say, you're on a moving vehicle. Uh, well, this thing's very interesting. It's uh, basically if I pr were to press this button, it locks in space and cannot be moved which I'm not going to do in a moving vehicle because I thought about it and then the DM told me not to. <laughs> I think it's best to keep all magics from the inside of the vehicle in general, gentlemen. But yeah. uh, either way, it's a pretty handy thing. I also got, uh, I also found this and I'm going to show them the mysterious spike that I don't know what it is. Oh, right. The, I forgot about that too. 
He, that's in your inventory, right? Yeah. Okay, that's why I didn't remember it. It looks like maybe it's the top part of a blade missing a, a hilt or something, but uh, I don't know. I found it. It seems magical. Nash told me it was. Varel, you're a you're a warrior. Do you, do you carry anything that's like unto a hilt? Yeah. Well, he's naked. He doesn't carry much at all. Well, you know, he's got an axe. Could we take... I'm just saying, maybe there's a weapon we could cut in half and say... Put on the end of this thing and figure out what the hell this does. We might need it. And I've got just Brandon Potts in the back there. I have an extra dagger. We could break the blade off and stick this on there. Although I don't know if we... I don't know how sturdy it's going to be just mate-shifting it in the back of a moving vehicle while being chased by a bunch of cars, but... Here, I'll do a, a 21... Uh, that be nature to see what kind of metal the thing is. Uh, it's made of um, <clears throat> steel. Oh. So the kind of uh, steel that you would fashion swords and axes with. It's made of a... It's made of a steel, but there's a... There's a strange aura of magic to it. That even you, lessing, You know, you're not someone of a magically inclined nature. You can kind of feel that there's a strange aura mm. to it. Yeah. yeah I, the metal is bogus, isn't it? I, I sense great magic in this thing. I'm going to run my finger lightly across the side. Is there an edge to it, or does it feel like it would be for stabbing? It's like a spike, so it's intended for stabbing, although the corners are sharp on it. It's not unlike the rapier that you have. Hmm. Mechanically, uh, stat-wise, I can build that into a number of items with my... What is it called? It's... Uh... Racial trait, cunning artisan for lizard folks. So I can make clubs, javelins, shields, blow darts, and needles out of stuff we find. Well, this is about some a little on the shy end of two, three feet. Okay, so I can make so, a, a spear end out of it, perhaps. Perhaps. Um, so yes. No, it would be fun. Spear end. Really fun. <laughs> Mm. I'd love to be able to take this blade and fashion it to the top of my megaphone. So you could have a bayoneted megaphone? Well, it would be the the megaphone would be the hilt of the pointy end. It, it may make the diplomacy a bit more difficult, knowing that while you're speaking at people, you are threatening them as well. Well, you know, aggressive diplomacy is what I'm best at, Morel. Hmm. All right, as this conversation continues, you now hear the guitar becoming louder, and you see they're well within view range now. There are several dozen vehicles behind you, and you see you see humans, like, on the top, swinging, like, flags and weapons, and there's quite a number of them. Oh, yeah, um, they're the drive-around circles and yelly bit kind. I'm afraid <laughs> so. It's my least favorite thing, really. No. All right. I'm gonna pack back up the magical stuff. Okay, so we're getting—it's—it's it's getting close now. Where it's at the point that they're—they're they're going to eventually gain on you. Their average speed being a little faster than what the Fate Four can do at its top speed. I have an idea. Let's put Bok Bok on Hope's lap, cover her in a blanket with little eye holes so she can still drive. As they drive up, they will realize that this is only a goblin war party van. 
not suspecting full-blown warriors inside. Uh, one full-blown warrior and two magic men of, of higher stature than goblins. You know, give us an upper hand. That's a lot of vehicles. That would need to be a pretty upper hand, Vorel. I mean, you're strong, don't get me wrong, but there's at least 20 vehicles out there. All of their opening attacks would be aimed at our knees rather than our faces. <laughs> Can we talk to them? The, the talking would be rather overrun by the vrooming and poke-sticking. <laughs> or stick-poking. I mean, I could get up there and yell at them and see what they want, but you, I don't... They you, definitely seem ready for combat. You, he, John, I mean, Stanley, I don't know who John is. You've got your, your, your blowhorn deal that's hanging off your pants over there. How, is, how effective is that? Very effective. But my megaphone would also be pretty good at yelling back to him. All right, so tie yourself to the roof. Get up top, and I'll go at a casual speed, and let's see if we can talk to them. Are we doing the goblin plan that Varel proposed? I'm not putting Bok Bok on my lap while I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Varel. It's a cute idea, but I'm not doing that. Where's Where's old man in the in relation to us in the in the car? Is he on the he's sofa? Sitting on the, the sofa, catatonic. Okay, he's on the sofa bed. We could throw him out the back and act real crazy. Varel. We're not throwing anyone out the back. I'm just saying having an opening idea and a plan is pretty good. Yes, yes it is, but not all plans are good. We talked least, about this. At least someone's making them. Wake all up right, the old I'll man. I'll go up and see if I can say anything to these people. Wake up the old man and ask him first. I'm telling you. Climb up the hatch, peek just the top of my head out, pull out the megaphone. Hold okay. on a second. Right, so Wake up the old man. <laughs> Try it. He may know. Oh. He's from out here. Wake him up. He's catatonic. He is awake. Oh, well, shit. Talk Go ahead. Talk to him, Nash. <laughs> All, right. Stan All right. So Stanley wants to get out to the roof. Can I? So just so we don't have overlap, is there anything anyone else wants to do? We queue up uh, actions. His, uh, is the old man at all useful at this point? We have him out Has here. He's running naked. Well, I mean, he may have insight as to... Wake him up and talk to him, Show him the flag. Show, see if he... Hold him to the back window, press him against it, and make him look at the enemy flag and see if he identifies it. I'll do it. And I reach over I'm and I grab him. I grab I him by the... I the bathroom because my plan is to hide and not let them know there's a lizardman on board. Okay, so Varel's going to hide. Um, yep. I'm going to grab him. I want to grab him and hold him hold on the window. Do you have anything? That everyone's queuing up their actions. Is you I'm, I'm just driving. I'm going to keep the okay. vehicle going. Right. Thank you. Alright. <laughs> so let's start with uh, Varel first. You're hiding in the bathroom. Do you want to roll a stealth check? Yep, 19 on that stealth right, in the bathroom. Perfect. You Chameleon. don't fit in the bathroom super great. It's a swelling's closed space, but you managed to get the door closed and your tail tucked in and um, you're in there and you're also not... There's a, I think there's a little window, so you've moved your shape out of I'm its... looking through the moon? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Nash... Uh, roll grapple, please. Okay. On the old man. I think Nash has really grown as a with advantage. He's willing with to advantage, touch the man please. now. Oh, with advantage. A naked with man. Advantage. Yeah. yeah, he's sitting there catatonic. It's not roll two d twenty. All right. Uh, first one was a one. Second one was a fourteen. 
All right, so you grab him by the scruff. Out. What do you do with him? I take him as hard as I can, and I go, damn it, we got to figure out what the hell this is. And I take him to the back or to the window that's most facing uh, the those who are, who are barreling toward us, and I mash his face on the window uh, like MC Ganey's wiener in Sideways. Remember that part up by the window, by the sidecar of the window? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm now going to watch the movie. You need to watch Sideways. <laughs> he just goes, Blah, and he's just kind of smeared up against it, and he's just his eyes are still kind of catatonic, but he's start, looking. He, he was not moving, but when you grabbed him, he started struggling a bit, and now he's like, going, ee, and he's smashing the window, and he's struggling against you, but... You're not really learning anything from his behavior. Well, I, then I yell at him. What do you see, old man? What do you see? <laughs> and he just goes, Yeah! He's worthless, and I throw him back in the bed then. Okay. I just wanted to feel that out. I had to know what his deal was. Well, he's thrown back in the bed, and he, hops, he sit, goes up to the front and sits near Hope and just huddles down. I'll offer my kid. hand to hold his hand. Oh, so sweet. Now Stanley, meanwhile, has uh, pulled himself up with just his head sticking out and the megaphone uh, from the roof of the vehicle. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, attention to the vehicles behind us. Uh, my name is Stanley Billings. And me and my fellow travelers are on our way to raid a band of goblins. Uh, you are welcome to join us for pillaging and plunder. We would welcome you. <laughs> also, if you do surround us, please don't do the thing where you drive around us in a circle. It's, <laughs> it just bothers us. <laughs> All right. So as you say that, roll that persuasion, please. Um. <laughs> roll a volume check. <laughs> See how loud it is. Uh, that's a 25. Nice. Okay. Yes. Nicely done. Jeez. So, so uh, you make that roll, and uh, you see uh, several of the smaller vehicles. So there's, there's a large... Um, war rig uh, it's sort of center to all this giant tractor trailer with the giant you know uh, this is like this cab area that's super long and a few other like pickup trucks that have like maybe six to eight people per they're packed with humans and shapes of various sizes a couple little speedsters like these z28 looking cars with the trunks and roofs ripped out and um two of those uh, sort of seem to find a new level of acceleration and start burning rubber. And they're like closing within the next few minutes. And um, you can't tell if there's no response to your your. Uh, actually I put an eloquent request. Alright. I'm going to give them the thumbs up and I duck back down. I have no idea if that works. <laughs> Well, I, I guess we're about to find out, aren't we? All right. So as 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 you guys uh, sort of just wait to see what happens, uh, the cars, the two the two speedster cars, both black but both painted with like these weird fiery decals on them, just pull up on either side of your your RV, and then you start hearing uh, like knocking on the side and either side of the on, on either side of the RV. I'll look out the side window. Look out the rear view mirror, and you see that like oh. each each um, vehicle has a driver. He's human. He's wearing like a skull on his head, 
Like, it's just like a dead gazelle skull in one of them. Just looks really freaky. And the other one, painted all in oil. This human has a skull painted on his face. He's got a large spear, and he's like knocking. They're each knocking the side. Are they over by, like, the side door? They're driving on either side of you with about five to ten feet of clearance on either side. Yeah, but like, are they parallel to like up where Hope is, or back where the like side? They're back. They're the back where the they're back where the cab is. Yeah, she has to look in the rear view to see them. Okay. Can I go open the side door? Okay, you open the side door. You see, you see the one guy with the spear on his hands going, and he launches the spear at you. Um, misses. You sort of easily sidestep it. out the mic or the megaphone yeah is that a no then (laughs) (laughs) and they just kind of look all crazy in the car um i think we're gonna roll a fresh oh man even after that 25 oh no initiative always gets me 17 Nine. <laughs> Seventeen. Seven. Yeah. All right. Seven for uh, Hope. Nine I for I am deep in the bathroom with a three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, hard to roll somebody, dice in there. It's so tight. I get it. Somebody want to roll for Buck Buck, please? I will. Does he have an initiative bonus? Uh, He does, actually. One second. I got an eight. I did make a character sheet for him. Did you really? Yeah. For Bok Bok? Oh, awesome. Uh, I mean, just for fun. Well, I mean, but he was... uh, Plus three to initiative. Because you you had said that you had no intention of him even carrying on with us, or, you know, the way the story turned out, he did, but the fact that you went and did a character sheet is awesome. Yeah, but, I mean, it doesn't mean he's not killable at any point. Right, 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 right. Um, Zenly Hope and uh, Varel the three. Okay, Buckbox is hanging out in the main, the main cab area. Okay, so there's a guy in either vehicle. There's a guy driving either vehicle on either side, and there's uh, on, in the back, sort of standing in the trunk area. This guy with the uh, spear knocking. Uh, so let me just. Okay, so Nash, you are first. Okay. Did the one guy throw his spear, or did he just stab with the spear? He just stabbed in it. It's about six feet long. It's this long, like ridiculous thing. When you say he's banging on it, I mean, he's is he stabbing through our door? Yeah, well, it's it's not, it's blunt-tipped. It's not oh, sharp-tipped, oh. so he's been just like, they've just been knocking your cab, like, just rocking it and terrorizing you for the most part. Okay. Um, it's blunt-ended. Which side of the car is this on? On both sides, there's one guy Both doing sides this. on each side. But the, the, oh, there's an open door on the right side. Right. Is it, is it starboard? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're looking... The starboard side? Right yeah. behind the dash, right behind where the old man's sitting, I guess. Unless we're driving on the left side of the car, I don't know. How do we? Are we European or, or American style in this car? American style. Okay. Oh, American for sure. All right. Uh, whoa! <laughs> just why even ask? All right. Well, that door's open then, and um, I'm gonna. I want to. Th- I, I rip that. I, I get around there. Get sort of in view of that, of that door, and I decide to lob a acid. Uh, an acid bubble in their face. Try to blind the guy that's pounding on us. Okay, on the on the aft side. Yeah, the side with the door that's open. 
Okay. Right behind the cab. Yeah. Uh, so it's a sticks. It's a save, right? Acid mm-hmm. splash for mm-hmm. the guy. Okay. Let me get out my jiggy. It's a deck save. Deck save. Okay, so you you fling out your glob, your your, your booger, baseball sized booger of acid, mm-hmm. flies across, uh, stretches across the space between Fate Four and the car and splashes him in the face. So what's the damage dice? Damage is a 1d6 and it is a (laughs) 1. Okay. So it splashes on him. He goes, oh! ah," But he's still got his hand on the wheel. Ah! Um, Yeah. Didn't do much? (laughs) Alright. Yeah, so I mean, it it looks vicious, but he's... Alright. As a a free action, I'm gonna just duck back some so my head's not exposed, if that's possible. Maybe. Sure. Yeah, right. that gives you cover. For right. Sure. All right. Um, so now, uh, one of the other guys uh, from the starboard side um, actually attempts to break open a window, um, and so he, he's knocking now on the window. And the, on the window where the sofa is, um, you're starting to see the glass crack. <laughs> now the guy on the right side attempts again to sort of poke into the open doorway to try and injures somebody. Uh, Stanley, you're still standing there, but he misses again and just hits the side. Alright, and it's now Bok-Bok. Bok-Bok is actually, um, he goes, uh, he runs up to the front area, and he's he sort of motions in in your, your gun holster thing, if he can take gun. Yeah, yeah, I'll nod at him. I'll nod at him. He starts digging in there and looking for, for, for weapons. All right, um, Stanley Surgeon. All right. Uh, so Scott used the acid bubble on the driver of the vehicle that's at the door, right? Yeah. Yes, starboard. Okay. Or I'm F, going F, to yeah. uh, climb up the hatch, go onto the roof, mm-hmm. and look down at the other vehicle. Yeah. Uh, they're well below you, by the way, given that you're on monster truck wheels, right? So they're... Are they within thirty? Would that put me within thirty feet of them? Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna be up there looking down. I'm gonna look at the driver. I'm gonna pull out the megaphone, and I'm gonna say, "I heard a joke about beavers today. It was the best damn joke I ever heard." (laughs) And cast hideous laughter on the driver. Okay. He, has, he has to make a wisdom save. Okay. <laughs> All right, it fails. What what happens? What's the effect of that again? I forget. All right. Even without a roll, uh, that would have failed. But anyway, go ahead. A creature of your choice within range perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into a fit of laughter if the spell affects it. Uh, target must succeed on a saving throw or fall prone, becoming incapacitated, unable to stand for the duration, which is one minute. Okay. So he is sitting in his vehicle, but you cast a spell, and he starts going, <laughs> and he points up, and he's like, <laughs> he's not controlling the steering wheel anymore, and it starts. his car starts to drift into the Fate 4. Oh, boy. And then as, as it drifts, it drifts underneath the middle side of the wheels, and the back wheels run over the car. The car flips over, boom, smashes the side of the Fate 4. I need you to make a piloting uh, save, please. Hope. As you, the, the rear of the car starts to whip uncontrollably, like, it, it jolts like fishtails to the side suddenly. 
Uh, ten. Okay. Um, so everyone's got to roll a deck save except for Hope. Am I safely in the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> Let's say you get advantage because you're like stuffed in the closet. Yes. Uh, fifteen for me. Seven, seventeen for me. Eight. Bok Bok rolls. He's okay. The old man. Okay, so um, uh, there's a big jolt as the, it runs over the, the back wheels on the right side, or the, I think, aft side. The starboard or aft? Anyways. Starboard. Starboard side runs over the hood of that car who's sort of driven into you. The car flips up, <laughs> explodes, but flies away, leaving the Fate 4 relatively unharmed. Um, and everyone securely grabs onto something, except for the old man who flies up into the air and then hits the top the top thing in his head, and he falls down against the ground, unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, this sack of human just sort of hits the floor. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, uh, the... Is he still naked? Up. So, he naked still? Or no? Yeah, he's naked. Okay. So he's face down, so you got, you got a nice... Gross. Moon. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Skinny moon. Um, so the... Uh, <laughs> The car on the uh, aft side is still still running though, but nicely done. You've dispatched the car, John. Uh, hope. Um, I'm gonna get my revolver. And I'm mm -hmm. just gonna get that ready in my lap, and just keep driving straight. Okay, so you, <laughs> it's pretty badass. You just get the revolver, put it in your lap, and just mm -hmm. keep on trucking. All right, Varel, you want a ready in action at all? You know, um... if then, or just leave it. I'd say if the driver of the other car pulls up next to me, I'll ready my revolver to shoot if he makes any hostile actions. If he's just okay. driving and looking, I won't shoot. Okay, excellent. All right, so, Morel, uh, it's your turn. Uh, just through, through the door. Is, is, it, are we, is it go time? Are we going it? Is it bid? Are we going it? I'm up on the roof. I can't hear him. Stay in, stay in there, Varel. Stay in there. We're still driving. I'm ready to emerge. Okay. Nash, it's your turn. Ready to emerge on a condition? Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, when they call my name, I will run out in a rage. Okay. Nash? Um, There's a vehicle on the starboard side. You can see it through the window uh, above the sofa. Above uh, the bed. And the window is out, or is it a closed window? Window's not out yet, but he's he's it's cracking. He's smashing the window with his um with his long super long spear thing. Blunt ended spear. What is the length? Oh wait, was that the one I took out or was it the other one that I took out? I thought you took out the starboard side one. I was going after the one we couldn't get to through the door. Oh, my bad. Well, it happened so, differently. Sorry. I did a bad job of explaining it, that's fine. Okay, so the one above the bed is out then. Yeah. And, and that guy's just jamming his his rod through the window. I mean, a yeah, stick, a staff, whatever. <laughs> Trying try to get it in there. So, okay, how, the length of his staff compares to mine in, like, how long is mine compared Jeez, to Jesus, God. I'm serious, like, <laughs> my actual staff. My real, my staff with the nail on the end, is it yeah, as yeah. long as yeah. his? Yeah, I mean, it's roughly, it's a little bit longer, but... I don't want to hear about your body model. But it's roughly the same. It's roughly the same. Your staff is wood, though, and his is like a metal rod. Oh, it is? Okay. okay like a bludgeoning spear staff envy all right i'm gonna i'm gonna uh <laughs> staff infection i'm gonna send i'm gonna send him a a a fireball uh, excuse me firebolt at him thank you yeah yeah i'm trying to be better at that 
And are you uh, opening the window, or are you climbing up the roof, or are you just shooting it? Well, the window's open, window. right? Didn't we just no. determine that? I thought we said it was busted out. No, he's trying. He's in the middle of busting it. It's cracking. Oh, I thought you said John already broke that one out. Okay, my bad. Um, you can open it though. With the, it's fine. Can I open that and not have it be my action? I can still. Yeah, okay, yeah, you let's can do that. Interact with one object, and it doesn't cost you uh, an action. All right, let's crack that window. All right, <laughs> somebody crack it. a window. Uh, I want to. Uh, I grab my staff with my left hand. I slam it into the floor of the Fate Four, giving me purchase, and I whip around to do a fireball. Oh. A bolt. Okay. Fire bolt. <laughs> I just, I just picture you in this crowded area making a big show. Oh yeah, dude, <laughs> just, just shunk. Yeah. All right, boom! You fire out the fire bolt. Roll your ranged attack. All right, hold on a second. What I love is he's putting on a show, but Varela's in the bathroom, can't see it. Hope's driving, I'm up top, and the old man is unconscious. So well, he's literally a... just doing this for it's... himself. No, no, it's it's for this for the movie. Like it's the movie cuts. It's what you know. It's the... That's fair. Eight. Yeah. I did an eight. You rolled an eight. Yes. You added your plus five. Oh no, it? I didn't. So I rolled a fourteen, or uh, sorry, yeah, thirteen. So range, range spell attack. You have to add your proficiency and your main stat modifier, which is charisma, so plus three. So eight plus five is thirteen. Thirteen. Yep. Okay. All right, it's a hit. Oh yeah, dude. But it would have been a miss if you didn't remember to add your mods. Add your mods. <sighs> I gotta. Rem- I always forget. Okay, here comes the fireball. I hit him. What yeah. I hit him for? Uh, roll your damage dice, please. Okay, that's what I'm doing. Wait, is that a D10? Yeah, no. one D10. Uh, one D10, yeah. Five. Five, okay. So, uh, which one were you targeting, sorry? The guy with the staff? The guy with the, the staff. Driver? I want to stop okay. him from hurting us or the Fate Four, if I can. Okay, so, so you fire the bolt, and it hits his helmet, and lights his head on fire. It looks like the ghost right Yeah! And he's, going, ah, 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 and he's dropped the metal thing. Blink and it just falls down. And he's like, ah! He's just suffering. He's trying to get his helmet off, as, as he's sort of engulfed in flames at this point, probably because there's oil on his head. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> he's just screaming. He's like, ah! ah! All right. And the driver uh, sees what's going on in the vehicle. He goes, ah! 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 And he just sharply turns into the fate four. <laughs> Um, attempting to to like nudge the tire out, like to yeah. near where your driver's side is. Can you roll a piloting save, please? Totally. Oh, much better. All right, sixteen. Okay, so uh, as you see, you anticipate it coming, and you sort of pull to the right, and he sort of like doesn't really hit. He sort of makes a sharp turn to try and get you, and then straightens back out, and you sort of turn as well in anticipation. Without flipping over the fate four, you make this sort of sharp, and everyone lurches and get. If anyone's has a weak stomach, there it's gotten much weaker on the fate four. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's his turn. Bok Bok now he's digging through the weapons and he pulls out this shotgun. He's like, and he runs out to the door. Um, actually, he climbs on top of you. Um, so and he sticks like he, now you didn't want him on top of you, but he's like climbing all over you. Okay. He's got his he's got his butt in your face, and he's leaning out the window. He's lying on top of you, <laughs> leaning out the window with the gun. And he takes a he takes a cranks off a shot with the shotgun, um, and it just flies wide. And he goes ah, ah, nah, ah, and he's cracking it open and trying to put 
doesn't have any more bullets, so he climbs off of you and he goes to look for more bullets. Um, Stanley, your turn. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will move then to the other side uh, of the the vehicle. Brace You're on myself. the roof. Or, yeah, the on, from the roof, so I can see the other vehicle now. Yeah. I'm going to look down at that driver. I'm going to pull out the megaphone, and I'm going to say... I just took out an entire vehicle by myself in one second. Imagine what I'm going to do to you. And uh, vicious mockery him. Okay. So it's a wisdom 14 save on the driver. You are the product of incest. (laughs) (laughs) That was from last episode. Yeah, that was a good one. (laughs) It Look, it's really hard to insult a flesh monster. Yeah. Harder (laughs) Harder than you think. Uh, did that hit him? What? Uh, it's a save, isn't it, for me? Uh, yeah, Wisdom 14. Alright, it did. And it's the driver you're, you're insulting? Or the yeah. guy with his head on fire? Okay. So, um, it works. Uh, you roll your damage dice, please. Okay. One damage to him. Alright, and he suffers disadvantage on his next combat roll. That's correct. Um, so, yeah, he just, like, he, he like, hears you and he goes... <clears throat> He just, he looks, his brain hurts. He's more insulted that you thought that was an insult than that it was actually insulting. You can you can just kind of tell. He's like, who is this idiot? Um, okay. Uh, Hope, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to check out the rearview mirror. What does the lineup look behind us? Have any of the cars tried to break so off car, and come forward? The cars are gaining on you. You, uh, you, t- you you take a look and you see that they're actually two larger Jeep style trucks making their way on either side to replace the cars that are there, as well as the, the war rig, this giant, you know, uh, tractor trailer style vehicle is, pull- is, is making is positioning to pull up right behind you on your tail. And there's okay. an additional, uh, you know, maybe dozen of other kinds of vehicles, cars, yes. pickup trucks, jeeps, as well as there's this large, like, flatbed. And on the flatbed, there are, like, a bunch of guys smashing drums, and there's this guy hanging from a pole going, bah, 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 bah. there's a huge PA system on this vehicle. Okay, it- I'm... I'm going to start veering to the right, trying to keep the big war rig from getting up behind us. Okay. Okay. And then if that means I have to serpentine, I'll start okay, driving so you, in an S. Okay, so you uh, piloting check, please? Yes. A one. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> so you, you go to make a sharp turn to the right, and everyone sort of lurches. So as you're turning right, they're going to suffer disadvantage on their attack rolls for the next uh. turn. Except for Vorel, who's again stuffed into the toilet uh, room. Yes. Um, and uh, so there, you're, you're turning. You're just turning to the right. Fate Force safe, and um, yeah, I mean everyone's. It's just. It's just. There's a big lurch. It's a sharp turn. It's throwing everyone off for the next six seconds. Um, Varel, it's your turn. Are we ready yet? Okay, nothing's happening with Varel. Nash, it's your turn. <laughs> Where's the lizard? Um, all right. Remind me who's outside of my window again. Uh, so actually, because uh, Hope's turned right, there that other vehicle's starting to move away because it hasn't reacted yeah. uh, yet. So it's going straight. Okay, you're still within range to fire some stuff at it if you like. Okay, uh, if not, there it's a 
you know pile of vehicles but there isn't really much in the is there is there a driver in range a drive is the driver in range the driver's in range i would like to cast sleep on the driver okay (laughs) yeah i want him to wipe that shit out is what i want roll roll 5d6 please okay 5d6 hold on to your butts now remember, you're, fight, you're center pointing it on him, which means everyone in a certain feet radius gets affected, oh, too. I didn't know 5.0 was so old school with sleep. That's awesome. 11 total. 11 total. Okay, so you fling out the uh, you fling out the sleep spell. You, you know, or what, how does it look? Describe it to me. What is Sleep looks just like a, it's like a magical blue, like a deep blue, almost like a hiss from my hand. And it and it reaches out almost like it's reaching, like it's going like almost like there's a hand at the end of it, and it sort of goes around the face and the head of the recipient, and hopefully hits and knocks them out. Yeah. So the driver, the driver just goes punk, <laughs> and as well the guy in the back with his head on fire, looking all Ghost Rider, he's like ah ah. <coughs> I know. I inhaled blueberry while I did that. <laughs> <laughs> you all right? Well, his head was on fire. How do you think he felt? I'm gonna have to have an early break. Don't don't uh, aspirate on a whole an entire blueberry. <laughs> oh my god, it's so uncomfortable. I need to get it out. Yeah, maybe we we'll take a quick break. Hold on. Um, yeah. Anyway, let me finish describing it. So the guy and falls asleep the guy with his head on fire yeah. he also falls down asleep there's these two sleeping guys in a car and just drives off into the sunset <laughs> I love it okay and, 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 all right, and you swing uh, Hope is now swinging to the right and so now out the right side you can see all the vehicles quickly approaching as she drives perpendicular to the horde uh, approaching but the vehicles are all turning and making their way to try and, you know, drive behind you because eventually you'll be out of running room and then they'll be behind you having turned themselves. Okay, yeah, let's take a break. I got to go fix my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back, everybody. Stay tuned. This won't be very long. Or, or will it? We don't know. Like when you uh, to swallow first, then do the crazy noises. It's like when you eat a bad clam, you have to immediately have another clam, or else you'll hate clams forever. Yeah, time to expel that clam. All right, we're we're recording again. Bo, take it away. All right, so uh, you've now driven. You've turned to the right, hard right. You've driven on the right. You see the warband start to turn towards the direction you're going in anticipation of the move. So now you're heading in a new uh, northern. Was it? Hang on, you'd be heading. Now heading uh, northeast. You're heading westerly. Sorry, yeah, westerly at this point. Okay. And um, and the vehicles have followed pursuit. And the two there's now two uh, pickup truck style things. It's got a driver in it. This guy in, in the seat. The driver guys. The one of them has like goggles. The other one's got like a, a skull on its head. And there's like six or seven humans packed in the back, all wearing like all adorned with these like it looks like they have like these this chain. And like pieces of car equipment hanging from them, and they're mostly naked except for loincloths, and their skin is painted like black and white in the shape of skulls and, and like swirly dragony things. And they're all yelling, Toyota, 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 Toyota. 
and they're 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 yelling like crazy. The war rig as well has made its turn. It is pursuing again from behind you. What you notice on the war rig is there's actually a large green being strapped to the front of it. It's an orc. Whoa. You've seen a half orc in Dust Hill, but this is a full orc, and he looks like he's been starving, and he's just chained to the front like, uh, and he's like the front ornament on this thing, this like living, barely alive orc strapped to the front of it and then the driver uh, driver's seat of that one you see you see another human with, with goggles in it but in the passenger seat you see a large green orc filling up most of the seat in there and he's yelling he's like Toyota Toyota and this has got more ornate padded armor in there as they pursue okay so the, the trucks drive to either side Let's re-roll some initiative rolls, please. Okay. Oh my gosh, I finally had a decent initiative roll. Seven. At a time, I don't think I wanted it. Okay. 24. Whoa! All right. Six. Six for Hope, Bathroom Man. Uh, oh, that's me. 19. Oh, I was All hoping right. you dropped a deuce. Because he's in the bathroom! Get it? He's in there? there? He drops a number two for initiative roll? Get it? Because he's in the can. That's a good joke. I got it. I get it. Lizards go up to 20, though, I think. (laughs) Oh, all right. So, Stanley, you're on the roof, and you see, you you know, uh, roughly eight on the the starboard side and eight dudes on the aft side in these pickup trucks. These Toyota. You see Toyota emblazoned the logo on the front of these things. I don't know. You don't know the model, but it's a pickup truck, and they're they're on either side, and they're they're making their way. They're pulling up, and they're within range for most of your abilities, I'd imagine. Uh, the trucks are the war yeah. rig is still a good. Yeah, they've replaced the small Z twenty eight type vehicles with uh, with trucks now on either side of you. And they look loaded for bear. They've got spears. There's swords. There's a guy with a sling. Hmm, that's problematic. And there's orcs driving it, and orcs. There's there's an orc driving. There's an orc in the passenger seat of the war rig, as well as a, a an orc strapped to the front chain, looking like starving and weak. And, uh, and he's like a he's strapped like you know his legs and feet are just spread wide on the front of this oil rig, like he's a, a ornament for the front of the hood. Is there anything attached to him? Make sure. No, he's, he's naked okay. except for a loincloth. Okay. I know you're gonna want to know that, so let's appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. All right. Uh. Well, I guess I will target on the side of the fate four that the door does not face. That's uh. What? Starboard. Wait. Oh wait. Port. Port, port would oh. be left. Wait. What's right again? Starboard. Starboard. Right. Aft is front. Aft is front. What's no. back? No, forward and aft, you're right, sorry. Aft, forward, back, yeah. Port. <laughs> <laughs> Vocabulary! I'm glad All right, I'm on the port boat. side of the Fate 4. All right, so I, you... I should still be on that side. I don't think I have to move to that, because I think that's I mean, where I it's, was. it's 10 feet uh, wide, so you could, in theory, move back and forth like three or four times on your turn. Okay, so I am going to, uh, once again... Uh, pull out the megaphone and eyes flare pink 
uh, neon pink glow, and I'm going to point my fingers down at the driver and cast dissonant whispers on him and see if he uh, see if he resists. Wisdom fourteen save on him. A wisdom fourteen save. Yeah, it's a hit, or it has has its effect. Or what does dissonant whispers do again? All right. So as I this is on the I, driver. Yeah, this is on the driver. So as I whisper to him, he just hears echoing in his oh. head psychically. All right, roll your three d six. You are going to be crushed like your friends before you. Uh, that's six, six, six. Damn! Whoa! <laughs> you mean it? Oh, devil's dice. And he has to move as far away from me as his movement will allow. All right, well, before he's able to move away, you actually just you, you cast the spell, and there's no there's no visual indication that anything's happening, but his head just begins to melt right in the spot. Oh, man. Uh, you can see flesh pouring out of his ears and eyeballs as his eyes droop down. And he just he falls, slumps onto the steering wheel. And uh, quickly, the driver, the guy on the passenger side, like takes control of it, and he's horrified about what he sees. And that guy just melts in place. Um, he doesn't. He can't run away because he's, he's too dead. It was too good, <laughs> you guys. It was too good. Uh, with my movement, I'm actually going to go back and uh, move down the hatch, so I'm not hanging onto the top of the vehicle. Okay, I'll still be at the, the hatch, the... so I can get okay. back up easily, but not not on top. Okay, perfect. Vorel, it's your turn. Are we still in ranged battle? <laughs> it's still ranged. All right. And I wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Bok-Bok this time, he's, he's he's gone back to your little thing, and he's gotten out some more shells, and he, he just throws the gun down, and he goes, ah! And then he um he starts uh, picking through his loincloth. Ew. He, like he he pulls over the front elastic of his like cloth and he starts digging around in there, and then he pulls out a stick of dynamite, and then he makes his way to the to the um, the hatch and he starts he pushes you out of the way, and he climbs to the roof of the vehicle and he 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 lights he lights up the stick. He pulls out a flint. He also looks and grabs his flint. He lights it up and he holds the stick in his air. He goes, and you hear Morel. You can hear very faintly through the walls of the Fate Four, like for the glory of the Lizard King. Witness me! Yeah, all right. So now he Bokbok's got a lit stick of dynamite on top of the Fate Four. Um. All right. Now it's the that's the. The, the 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 warriors in the vehicles, these human uh, savages, they 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 they're yelling Toyota, Toyota, and they see this, and they immediately, the front three on each side immediately jump at Fate Four, trying to grab onto something to hang off of it. Okay. Okay. So 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 six people jump for the vehicle. Four of them miss and fall under the car. <laughs> they just there's all of a sudden all this, this bumpiness. I need you to roll a piling save, please. Oh, jeez. It's like a Nazi in uh, I, Okay, so apparently I'm very scared at this point. This is a, a an eight. Okay, so everyone needs to roll dexterity saves, including Bokba. I do not want to be no. caught by these guys. 
Okay, and rolls for the three of you. Uh, you get advantage, Varel, because again, you are. Mine was 14. 14. Okay. I'm embarrassed. So. It's a one. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, so, so Hope tries to, like, you know, just keep the car stable. It runs over four of the humans. Uh, you fall down on your butt. Um, you take. Uh, you take three points of damage. Ugh. All right. And you're prone, so you sort of fall. You fall backwards and hit the back of the vehicle. Right um, on the tailbone. Yeah, it's just, it just hurts. Um, everyone else is stable. Uh, now the two warriors who have made it, they're now hanging on, on either side. There's one human sort of hanging off the side, um, and they're sort of trying to climb their way up on top of the the roof. One of them's in front of the port window. And since the starboard door is like still flapping open or not, he's hanging off the door, sort of. He's hanging off that door side. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, Nash, it's your turn. So where am I now, physically? I'm in the back. Uh, you're just at the back of the vehicle near the back door. Okay. You just sort of tripped and fallen, and you can you, you ha use half your movement to get back up and probably get to where you need to be. All right. Um, who's on the roof right now? The little guy, right? Bok Bok and Stanley are up there. Well, Stanley was kind of just half... I thought he got pushed out of the way. Yeah, I'm he? I'm technically in the Fate 4, but I'm by the hatch. Okay. All right. Um, oh, you're in. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't want to be on the roof. Is there a... Uh, what kind of vantage, vantage do I have view-wise of the rear window? Like, what can I see in the in the port? Oh, window? well, there's the back door. There's a window there, so you can you have a pretty clear view, but you'll have to open something up to fire at it. Right, but what am I, who, who am I seeing most prominently and closest to me, uh, enemy-wise? <laughs> the full moon. Um, the so so uh, the, mo the closest there would be the driver and the orc passenger in the oil rig. Okay, I really like the way that sleep went. Can I? I want to cast sleep again. Sure. Um, let's do that. Okay. Hold Roll on. a five d six, please. Hold on, I lost my place. You've got to open up the door, I think, to the back in order to be able to fire that out. Right. Although I guess it could travel through walls. But since I'm back there, that's just an action I can take, right? I mean, it's yeah. not a full action. Okay. No, you've got to you've got to have line of sight on them, so you do have to like. Yeah, but a window counts. Doesn't it count? Magic go through windows? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's rule. not magic proofed. If that helps yeah, okay. You, can, you see them. You have line of sight, and it's magic, so you don't have to actually open the door to do this or right. any windows. How many d six again? Five d six. I believe for sleep. Uh, that would be a total of sixes. Go like my d sixes. <laughs> total of twenty. <laughs> twenty. Yeah, okay, much better so, than last and time. Okay, so you're center pointing it on the driver or the orb? uh driver, please. Okay, so you so you do the same thing. The blue magic swirls up, swirly bits, and you see the the again the driver just go. Hmm. <laughs> Bunk, <laughs> and the humans when it falls asleep here. Burn! <laughs> yeah. This is a big oil rig. Uh, the orc looks at this and goes, takes his foot and kicks, opens, you see him reach open for the door. He kicks the driver out of the side and the guy just oh, falls into the dirt. Man. And then the, you see the orc switch seats and drive over and, it, and the engine gets louder and it hits the back of the Fate 4. And the orcs there like get crushed in between. The, the one that's strapped to the front end. Is he dead? Uh, Did that kill him? No, he's still alive. Okay. Uh, Hope, it's your turn. 
Um, oh dear. All right, and then we got a dude on each side of this thing, but one dude flapping. Mm-hmm. Although if I try to turn this thing, that'll knock the... Hmm. Um, okay, okay, so how's this? So what if I, I keep the car going straight, so the bumpers line up, no turning or anything, and I have my revolver. Oh, but the door's shut, so it'd be through the glass. Which door? Sorry, there's an the open The back door. door. Back door. So, like, shut. turn around and try to shoot the drive, the orc driver. Yeah, it'd be a difficult shot from where you yeah. are. You, you could go there. for the port side passenger, who's controlling the car now. That's true, because he jumped. How is how well is he controlling that car? We're just keeping it straight. It looks like the sleeping guy has, a, or no, the head melted guy has his foot on the. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so. That's a great visual. I love it. I'm sorry, guys. I rolled three sixes and I melted somebody's head. Who knew that that's how that would so go? So powerful. What's going on here? Hmm. You know what? I will wait. I'm I'm just going to wait and hold my shot. This is not a good time. Okay. All right. Stanley, your turn. Boy. Uh, okay. Do, okay. Here's a weird question. DM, do I know about how many seconds it takes for a lit stick of dynamite to go off? <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, it depends on the size of the fuse, right? It should, but also could burn fast or slow, depending uh, it, on the age of it. Okay, if I climb up top and look at it, is there a guesstimation I could make in this yeah. time? Yeah, looks like... Looks like any... 20 seconds, maybe. Oh, that's pretty good. Maybe. Maybe. You also don't know where he's going to... Has he lit without, it yet? Without using an action to determine the amount of time. Has, has he lit it yet? Involved. It's lit. Okay. Buck Buck standing there with a lit stick of dynamite going... Okay. This is his hand. He's, he's holding it up for all to see. Okay. Ooh, 20 seconds. That's a couple rounds, so I don't think we necessarily need to address that yet. Maybe. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to the... Uh, I'm going to go to the side where... Uh, I guess it would be the starboard side, where the guy is hanging onto the door. Yeah. And rapier down at him. Take a, take a poke. Okay, roll an attack roll, please. With advantage. He's in a disadvantage state. Right, I will roll advantage, even though I don't think it matters. Yep, definitely. That's uh, 18 plus 6 to hit. Okay, roll your damage dice, please. Uh, that's 6 damage. All right, so you, you bring your you bring your sword down. You, you, were you stabbing him? Like what's the? I mean, whatever is closest head, shoulders, <laughs> knees any and of toes. that area. Toes. Yeah, knees like, and toes. This this area. Okay, so you you go to you go to sink it in. You 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 sink it into like this area right here. It's uh-huh. like you aim for his head, but he kind of dodges it, and then he goes. He goes you stab him right in the air. It's very painful, but he doesn't let go of the door. And he still seems to be, he still seems to be in his uh, battle rage. But he definitely, he definitely hurt him quite a bit. 
Um, yeah. And then I am going to, with my uh, bonus action, this should be interesting, I'm going to look at Bok Bok, and I'm going to say, Bok Bok, throw that dynamite at them like a champion. Take out as many as you can, and I'm going to inspire him. Okay, nice. He gets an extra d6 then. Perfect. Okay, Varel, it's your turn. I will hear the conversation going on outside the door and say it in goblin for him. Uh, through the crack of... Bok, bok! I... <laughs> Throw the dynamite! Make me proud! <laughs> uh, toilet translator. Okay. Oh, that's it. Alright, I thought there was more. Um, oh, okay. that's good. It's, uh, so, so Bok, 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 bok hears it and he goes... And he goes buck, buck! and he takes a running jump. Uh, running, oh. he runs. Doo, doo, doo. He jumps off the back and his body forms into a cannonball. He's like, ah! and then he he, he blows into the to the front windshield of the oil rig behind him, and it's like he I don't, you you have no idea how far back into the cab he went. He disappears from view. Uh, Okay, so now the warrior on the port side hasn't. There's no explosion. Just, oh. He just disappears oh. from view. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh <all right>. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's very worried about Bakbak. Yeah. Right? Oh, oh, so he, um, so, so the warrior on the port side hoists himself onto, hoists himself on top, and now he's standing, and he's got like this chain, and he's, and he starts swinging this chain. It's got a sickle on the end. <laughs> And uh, Stanley, you're standing up there because you just rapier the other guy, right? Uh-huh. So, yeah. So he makes an attack roll against you, and and he swings it out, and it misses. You you're able to duck the chain come flying over your head. Um, the other warrior that you did stab in the side of the neck, uh, also uh, actually because he can't really pull himself up anymore, decides to step into the cab, and now he's in front of you, Nash, and he's got uh, he's got this knife. He pulls out this knife. It's like it looks like a spike. It's like a spike that you put in the ground. It's dirty. It's brown and rusty. Hey, we got one of those. Yeah, jumps at you. Yeah. Ooh, can I see this through the the moon? Yeah, you do see. You do see a shape pull out. You see the shape and you hear the noise and hear ah! And he makes takes a swing at you, Nash, and it misses. Oh, good. Um, uh, Nash, it's now your turn. Oh, good. Here's what I'm gonna do. Y'all are sitting there going, what magic will Nash use today? Uh-uh. I'm going to reach into my back pocket, or back where my bandages are all tight, where I've kept that dagger since Hope and I went down to look at the uh, the, the the freaking tool room forever ago. Nice. I'm going to pull that rusty, nasty-ass dagger out, and I'm going to take this opportunity to lurch forward and jam it up under his chin, up through his head, make, and, and, make and an murder attack him. Roll. Make an attack roll, please. No Add roll. your... What is the knife? Uh, Plus five to tetanus, right? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Can I get some bonus believe, for that? I believe knives are... I don't see it in your inventory, so here, let me add a dagger in here. It should Mine be in is there. Mine is 1d4. Can you use dex, I guess, is what I'm asking. Is it, is it oh. dex or strength? Who? Uh, his, his, his roll... His saving throw? Your attack roll. Or my attack dagger. Roll? It's, yeah, it's plus two to hit. Okay. It's okay. a finesse weapon, so you can use your dex or strength, but you have zero mods for both. So it doesn't kind of So it doesn't matter. Okay, yeah. here you go. 13. 
Ooh. Okay, um, roll your damage dice. Okay. Wait, how many do I get? Just the one. 1d4. Just one. Yep. Oh, 1d4? 1D4. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> one. Okay. <laughs> so you take your dagger, you take his head, and, you, and it makes its way up a quarter inch. So it's like, he's like, he's like, ah! <laughs> you got this man now. And you, have, you barely managed to jab it in, but he's screaming. Right. And, and Gosh, blood spurts it. out. God. <laughs> um, hope it's what your sort turn. of magic is Nash going to use now? <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn, Hope. All right, I'm going to have my, my revolver ready. I'm side and I'm going to fire. Roll a, a attack roll, please. Righty. An 18. Uh, roll your damage dice. Oh, so this is you whipping 15. around behind you with oh, your yeah, arm? Oh, yeah, totally. Just whipping around. Badass. Shooting at the head. Badass. I love it. Okay, the damage was? 15. Okay. Whoa. So as you stick your hand in, then you lament the fact that it went a little differently than you pictured it in your hand. Um, <laughs> his head then suddenly explodes. <laughs> Boom! Just this mist and cloud of red as the bullet is, you know, you hear a loud bang and you hear, you see the head just explode on this guy. Um, and then it slumps to, it's headless, it falls to its knees and slumps to the ground on top of the old man. Is this the guy I put the knife in his chin? Yeah. Oh, man. His head, his head just exploded in your face. You're also now covered in... Damn it, Hope! You know, gore. Gore and viscera. Gross! Is it a okay. human? It's a human, not an orc, though, right? It was a human. It ah, a human it's fine. Now. Human blood's fine. Don't Stanley, worry. your turn. I've seen plenty of that in my day. Uh, all right. There's I... a guy up there on the roof with you right now. Yeah, I think we should probably see to him. Uh, I'm going to attack him with the rapier as well. Okay, roll an attack roll. Uh, 13 plus 6. Okay. I'm guessing that hits. Uh, 13 plus 6. Yes, it, it's a hit. Roll your damage dice, please. Uh, Alright. 11 damage. Okay. Um, so, you where are you stabbing him? I mean, I always aim for the vital bits, so I would have gone through for heart or head or neck. Okay, so... Which is it? We'll go for heart. All right. So you right in the the hardest part to really penetrate. There's a lot of bone there. But you take your knife and you you take your rapier and you phew, skewer him and he goes uh, uh, and then blood <laughs> you know, shoots out a little like jet like squirt of blood and he he's like ah and he just falls off the side underneath the the wheels of the vehicle on the port side <laughs> and his body sort of gets um, uh, mangled up under the vehicle and as this happens you hear the loud kaboom and giant fireworks explode from the back of the war I look in the rearview mirror you see bodies and metal who doesn't stop the oil rig the oil rig is now this flaming phantasm of vehicle as other vehicles start to approach and with this the orc looks behind and then he takes, you see him just take his foot and kick out the, wind, the rest of the windshield. 
and then he gets and stands up on top of the hood and you see someone from the back of the war rig take it take his place to start driving it and now he's standing on the war rig and you get a better look at his frame and he's got this padded armor in like like it looks like riot gear but also there's pieces of metal and you notice he has his arm one of his arms is covered completely in cracked chrome like like his arm is made of chrome and you can see he's got this giant katana on the right side and this big blunderbuss type weapon on his left side and he's just like one of his like big cut across his eye and this guy looks formidable he easily stands eight feet he's just a giant monster on the hood and he takes a jump and he jumps higher in the air than you could ever imagine like incredible hulk style and lands on top of the on top of the fate four in front of you I, I swear I was going to use this before you said it, but I was going to say bonus action, yell to Varel. Now's the time. Yeah. Okay, you can still do that. So. All right. Now's the time. Uh, so, uh, Varel, if you want to take a turn now, you can. All right. I'll explode from the bathroom. I'll run up under, and he's on the roof. Yeah. Then I sock the roof as hard as I can where he's standing. <laughs> I hope okay. to throw him off, penetrate through my hand. Just, I'm not sure of the strength of the metal. Okay, let's do a um, let's do a contest here. His dexterity versus your strength. Ten. Okay, so you punch up and you leave this big in this dent. <laughs> this is a fist-shaped dent in the ground. Um, and you hear like him reposition his feet. Boom. But uh, Stanley, you see that it hasn't had any effect that he's still standing there. <laughs> uh, standing there like composed in like a battle stance. Uh-huh. And he's staring at you. Does he take oh, no ahead. note of the dent or the thing under his feet? Yeah, yeah, he moves his feet. He just shifts his feet, almost as if he anticipated it coming. He okay. Just, All right. Like martial arts style, almost. Um, Nash, it's your turn. Or wait, was it Nash? Who, Stanley, it's Varel. Um, okay, so actually it's his turn. What he does, he, he unsheaths his weapon. He's got this massive katana. And he goes... When he like, does these fancy things, and he's like... You are under arrest for violating the laws of the principle. Stop this vehicle now or die. Wait, you're a law officer? <laughs> Wait, All right, and Ash, it's now your turn. Okay. <laughs> um, can I hear this from where I am in the cab? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I yelled a hope. It's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> what cops? There are no cops in the Outlands. Well, that's what I thought, but he says he's a police officer. What is... <laughs> uh, I would, ah! th- he's not keeping the peace as far as I'm concerned, and then I think about this for a minute. Um, Who's on the... Is anyone on the ladder <laughs> to, the, to, the, to the hatch? Can I get to the hatch? You can get to the hatch and climb up if you like. I'm gonna get to the hatch. Uh, okay. I'm. I should be right behind Stanley's feet, and I'm okay. going to yeah. reach out and grab Stanley's foot for, <laughs> so that I have a little bit of leverage there. So Stanley, don't worry. I'm just grabbing your left foot. Oh, I'm 
Just calm as can be right now. <laughs> and I'm going to whip around with my hand, and I am going to throw acid in his face! Okay, let me roll a save for that. Okay, so you throw you throw the acid, and it, he just... He almost, almost as if he's like a supernatural being, just like... <sighs> dodges it, and then refaces you. He does not represent me. <laughs> All, All right, right. I hope it's your turn. That's some horse shit. Um, have I heard any of the conversation? You have, yes. Or just yeah. what Nash? Oh, so I've heard the cop thing. Um, I'm gonna yell up. I can't stop the vehicle if we've got one on our ass. Okay. Um, you get nothing in response. Okay. Well, I'll just keep going then. Well, clearly, we <laughs> gotta. We have to, to communicate with him. Somebody's gonna have to, because my acid was a waste. Stanley, it's your turn. I'm going to... Hands up. Look, all we are trying to do is rescue fellow humans, uh, fellow people who were taken from Dust Hill. We're trying to help. We thought you were marauders. Stop the vehicle. This is your final warning. Oh, we should probably stop the vehicle. <laughs> Varel, it's, Varel, it's your turn. Sir, above the law, I punched the ceiling <laughs> with a natural twenty. Okay, um, so uh, you, you punch the ceiling, boom! And this time he doesn't dodge out of the way, uh, and it catches him off guard, and he whoosh, falls on his ass. So now he's sitting, sort of on his butt, there with his sword in his hand. Did I create a hole, or did I just make a big enough? You made another there? bump that threw him off balance, and that caused him to fall on his butt. Now there's two fist marks in the ceiling. And, like, his legs are, like, you know, um, like, out, and the bumps are, like, in the middle between his legs. Yeah, that looked at. I don't, I don't have another action. I can't hit him in the nuts now. <laughs> <laughs> the only other action is a bite, and... Oh. Well... Uh... Oh, I mean, okay, so I punch the ceiling, then I, I, I hear the boom. Did it make a dent? Did his weight make a dent of its uh, own? I mean, it's decreased it a bit. Yeah, you can get a sense of where he might be. You probably have a good guess. Uh, you want to bite I... through the metal to try and give him a bite on his balls. Yeah, I, that's the plan. <laughs> oh okay. my gosh. It's not a very smart idea, but yes, let's do it. Lizard just bites through the metal. Yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, lizard attached to the plane, bite the ceiling or his butt. Okay. All right, let's uh, let's do a um. What, what kind of a check is this? Like you can make an attack roll, but it is like through cover, basically. Um, yeah, let's do that. It's through cover. Cool. My goal would be so, to grab a certain part and pinch, kind of make a clamp. Out yeah, of it. yeah. Oh. You're gonna try. Yeah, uh, cover. Let me just look at. The exact rule for cover here, because there's partial cover and full cover. Total cover. Doesn't say. Three quarters is plus five bonus to AC. Can't be targeted directly by an attacker or a spell. So let's get, just give it the plus five to the AC. Okay. Yeah. It's a flimsy metal that you may be able to bite through. A 23. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, as he lands on his butt, boom! Uh, you guys see this, you guys, you're both like impressed that he's actually taken off his feet. And then, Varel, you jump up and latch onto the ceiling of the thing. It gives a little bit under your weight, under both the orc and yours weight. There's, there's a lot of pounds of, of green man mass. <laughs> you take your you take your uh, your face and it goes uh, and then you, you just see these two pieces of jaw rip through and close in on his nuts. Oh, um, like well, his groin area because his penis is also there. Um, as you, <laughs> okay, as you climb, else. Uh, roll, there. Your, roll, roll your damage dice. Five. Okay, and that damage is also halved, rounded down because as you, as you bite down, you taste metal and chrome, Ugh. and you realize this guy's nuts have been chromed as well. And his oh, his chlong uh, has been chromed as well, like his arm. Just it's just chromed, so you get a little bit of flesh in there argh, as you bite down on his nuts. But um, it doesn't have the effect you thought it would, and you you hear like a <laughs> from the orc. I wouldn't laugh about delights. that. Now I just feel bad for you. That. <laughs> that. Oh my and gosh. so uh, with that, the the as he's sitting down, the orc takes his katana and, and stabs down through the uh, through the thing. You also have the benefit of armor. You see the katana like come in through the ceiling, and you let go of the roof just so yeah. that you can dodge it as as it misses. Um, and now his katana is in there. He then gets up, pulls out his katana, and makes a running charge at Stanley, who's got his hands up, going. Like this, and um, with the butt of his blade, uh, knocks you in the face. Uh, what's the damage dice for this? For 13 points of damage. 13! Holy Hits you in the face for non lethal damage. Holy crap. That's hardcore. Alright. Alright, and now it is Nash's turn. Alright, um... Did he fall? Did Stanley fall? No, he didn't fall. Okay, good, because I'm right behind him. Um... <laughs> Your concern is noted, Nash, thank you. <laughs> well, I didn't want to get my headset on or something. Um, alright. I would, um... Hmm... I feel like anything I throw at him is not going to work. Um, so, I, what I, it, how do I take the give up action? Well, <laughs> it's not that. It's just that, I mean, I guess I can spend the action either way. Okay. All right. I, I uh, He's shown himself to be quite the dodger, but I want to throw something at him that is not a projectile, and that is a sleep spell, which reaches okay. out like a thin blue mist and grabs the victim. If it hits. So I'm doing that. Okay. Uh, roll the sleep dice. Whoops. Wrong one. Ugh, six. You roll 5d6? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not rolling yeah. for hit, am I? No, you're, you have to roll a certain amount of dice, and then 
if the hit points you roll is greater than oh, the amount. Oh, I forgot. I yeah. keep forgetting that's how this one works. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Yeah, it works a little differently. What is it? 5d6? All right. Yeah. Uh, 12. Okay. So you, you again, cast a sleep spell at the at the, at the orc, and uh, nothing happens. Gosh dang it. Mm. I give up. Him. Maybe we should just he, pull he over. Just, <laughs> he just looks at you and goes <laughs> uh, now I uh, hope it's your turn my turn alright if I start letting up on the gas does the car behind us you could probably you know uh, turn out of the way and start slowing down like you, okay you know, that's what I'll start car. doing okay so you maneuver the car and start slowing it down all right, so I mean, it doesn't take long for you to start braking, and you, you know everyone can feel the. the car yeah, gentle, but at the same time, it's bit. obvious yeah. to everyone on board yeah. that we're. Yeah. Coming okay, to um, Stanley, we've just been hit in the face with the hilt of a katana. Yeah, that was a real dick move, considering I was uh, surrendering of my own free will. Um. <laughs> Yeah, this is police brutality. He's standing right over the top of me, right? Yeah, he's right in front of you. All and right. he hasn't stopped. Like, we're taking turns, but he's just, like, in one motion, stabbed down, got up, ran at you, hits you with the sword, and he's like... He's in the process of... He's gonna hit you again! <laughs> Alright, I'm going to, with one hand, put it back up, as if I'm continuing to surrender and not do anything... And with the other, I'm going to take out the immovable rod, hold it right over his chest, click it, and let go. <laughs> I love it! <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, roll a dexterity check, please. Uh, that is 20, not natural. Okay. Um, what's his... It's gonna be a close one, John. I'm gonna be honest with you. Hmm. So he, so as you go to put the movable rod up and click the button, uh, he, um, you, you sort of put it in front of him. And he doesn't think anything. Else. You can tell it's just like you know swatting at flies or whatever. Put the rod up and you click it out, and it hits him in the chest. Ooh, and, and he's like hooked on it um, and he fly like the car continues on and he's just stuck in the middle of the air and just in that spot wait is he p penetrated by the rod <laughs> <laughs> no I don't uh, well, I don't mean it in a dirty way is it like <laughs> I, I, sorry it's a, it's a good question did you put it widthwise or lengthwise uh, I would have imagined because he's been so dodgy honestly it would have been wide it wouldn't have been narrow it would have been would have been wide to clothesline him with, right? Yes. Yeah, so that's what I pictured too. So, oh, okay. Ooh, he just gets clotheslined with it, and he's sort of hanging off it, and the vehicle leaves him. Oh, man! And Is he's he... sort of stuck in midair, and he's just like, his eyes are wide with like... Is he hanging there? <laughs> yeah, he's hanging in, in midair, and he just can't comprehend what the hell just happened. <laughs> um, and now he's off the vehicle. Are there other cars around still? Yeah, during this altercation, uh, four other vehicles have driven up to the side. There's now uh, two pickup trucks and two of the speedster vehicles, and they're they're driving in with these large spears and going to start poking. Would that have times. been my action, or 
That was your action, sir. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, Varel, it's your turn. I will. I guess things have changed. So, go, Hope, go! <laughs> bok, bok, run! Or live! <laughs> yeah, though everybody's still behind you, a flaming wreck. And he disappeared, like the orc that was on top, he disappears into the flame. Uh, and he's hidden from view at this point. I will prepare an action if a blunt spear comes through the window, I will yank the individual holding it. Okay, perfect. Um, so the vehicles, uh, you've readied an action? Okay. Um, so the vehicles start to move in towards uh, towards the side, and indeed, um, a spear makes its way into the window. Butts out the window, and a spear comes through. So you're going to grab hold of it? Yep, just grab the blunt and just give it a solid right. yank. Grapple, grapple check, please. Grapple! I got a... Can I go reckless on grapples? Let me check that. Class features, reckless attacks. Throw aside concern for attacks. Oh, these are just normal attacks. Okay, cool. All right. So grapple, strength, yep. 17. Okay, so you grab hold of the spear, and what are you doing with it? Just because he's probably going like, yeah, yeah, get the car. I'm yeah. going to grab the end and give it like, not, not like a hold on like pull him in but like a full-blown just like yank it jerk it like i'm doing one of those uh workouts at the gym where you're pulling the ropes down. okay so like almost like you're gonna smash him against his own force exactly side okay so that happens so you just you pull the pull the spear and the guy's body flies out of the the truck and hits the side of the wall and falls down uh because the force of the impact has caused him to lose his grip and he falls under the vehicle again um, piloting safe, please. Hope. <laughs> Yet another corpse is under the wheel. All right, 18. We're getting used okay. to this. Perfect. So you're able to just keep the vehicle steady. No one has to roll a deck save. There's just a very uncomfortable bump, like a sudden jerk from hitting a road bump. Um, so the vehicles, again, and a few other vehicles have, have, have driven up to the side now. And this time you hear a megaphone. It's like, please stop the vehicle. In the name of the principal, stop the vehicle. Oh, Principal City. I remember now. You hear Toyota! 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 On the map. It was a city off the map. I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To Principal City. I thought you were talking as Varel. I was like, what does Varel know about Principal no, City? No, no, but I mean, Varel would also make, oh, Principal City! Okay, it's now um, Nash's turn. There are four vehicles on either side, and the war rig is behind you. Oh my There's gosh. about 20 dudes in cars uh, all around. All right. Um... I'm going to climb down into the cab, and I'm going to head to the. I'm going to climb down and head to the passenger seat because no one's there. The old man got thrown out of it. No, there's no seat, remember? It's a it's a bucket full of guns. Oh, right. <laughs> you can stand there, though. I'm going to go up there, and I'm going to stand the way, like, I'm going to be like, uh, you know, when Chewie and Han are flying the Millennium Falcon, I'm going to be like mm -hmm. Luke or Leia, where they just sort of stand behind and kind of hunch over and look through the front wheel and put their hand on the, the backrest where she is. And I'm going to I'm gonna stay there. I'm not going to do any... I'm not going to try to damage anything. Okay. As you make that move down, and it, it it starts to dawn on everyone that their numbers 
are overwhelming, you hear a loud pop. And someone has pierced your uh, starboard side tire with uh, with a sharp object, a spear-like thing, and you can feel the, the, the vehicle begin to drag. Um, and then you hear another pop, and then another tire gets deflated, and, and the car's getting really unstable. And you hear another, and finally three of your wheels are now on rims, uh, just rolling, and you're starting to lose speed very quickly. Um and eventually you'll have to grind to a halt as the, the sparks are just flying out from underneath the, the vehicle. You're still going, though, uh, but it's up to you to stop. I'll, I'll start stomping. Okay, perfect. So you, you slow down the vehicle and you start to stop, and the vehicles do that thing that you find super irritating. They start circling. <laughs> <laughs> and finally. The vehicles start, and you hear Toyota, and the band is there. Burr, 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 burr. And um, after a few moments of time, that orc that you cleverly disabled uh, walks into view in the circle. And he, he motions like this, uh, with his hand up in the air, and then he brings it into a fist. And the cars start to slow down, and everyone starts to stop. I'll Occup- get out of the car. Occupants of the vehicle, please exit with your hands up and your weapons on the ground. And he's just there. He's got his katana sheathed. He's got the stick that Varel had. He's sort of holding it, the immovable rod, and tossing it up in the air. Oh, the, yeah, John had. I'll open my door. Walk down, hands up. We can make a break for one. Varel, I don't think this is a fight we're going to win. I think we need to surrender and at least look like we're cooperating. These are tyrants under the guise and verbology of justice. We can't Be that as it so may, far. now is not the opportunity to strike. You of all people should know you must pick the correct moment, and it is not right now. Wisdom. <laughs> okay, so are, are you all exiting, or? I'm out already. Yeah, I'm okay. yeah, making out. my way out. Hands up. Yeah, I'll exit last. Okay, and as you exit, you see there's a lot of humans. They're all wearing, like, pieces of car parts, but mostly naked and painted. And the, the, apparently the leader is this orc as he, he stands out in the middle. He's got this padded armor, and he's got his katana and his gun. And a second orc, similarly uh, dressed, also comes out, and they address you. You may put your hands down. There's an unconscious man in the car. Throw your weapons on the ground. I didn't bring my weapons out with me, so I've got nothing to throw. I've left my staff in there as well. I dropped the rapier on the ground. My name is Sir Blackdrink of the Dust, and this, my associate that you've met, is Sir Steelnuts. (laughs) Tested and true. We are warriors of the Koromu Kishi, and you are found in violation of the principal's law. You are to be detained for trial. I turned to Stanley what and said, What laws exactly have we broken? Yeah. You have attacked a caravan under the protection of the principal. Which caravan? The goblins? Yes, the goblin caravan. They are of the principal, and they are under the protection of the principal's. Who is this well, principal? 
Who is they it? They took our people hostage. Your people? Who, who are your people? Who are there? Are no people other than the principal's people? Well, I don't mean to alarm you, but that's a very narrow-minded look of the way things work. Ours is not to determine back. Ours is not to. You want your rod back? He takes it. He whips it at you. Um, it hits you in the head. Oh, great. That's two points of damage. But oh, I'm take... unconscious. Take your... <laughs> it knocks him unconscious. Take your magic stick back with you, dog. Damn me! And I'll rush over and check his head and everything. Right. I ra- can I, I want to raise a withered hand. Can I do that? My hand <laughs> raises and I go, excuse me. Yeah. Is it okay. princi- principal? Natural 20 for medicine. Is it principal or principal? Is it, Prin- a, the- is it a dude? Or a guiding group of ideas and concepts. Our ruler is the principal. Like he a school, like like school, like get to class. The work just looks at you. I'm so grateful. I'm. You should save your energy for your trial. <laughs> All right. We need to. Do, we need to try to get Stanley out of his stupor. So, I got a nat twenty for the medicine. Sir Silvernuts or Steelnuts um, comes with a, his manacles and hands, and he walks up and he tosses them on the ground at your feet. He says, "Put these on, and put them on the, unco- the, the, the sleeping one." <laughs> All right, we put them on. I mean, what else are we gonna do? Varel, Varel, put them on. I know you don't want to, but we're going to get killed. You don't have to. We can do whatever you want. And nobody wants to put them on Varel. Perhaps we lash them to each other and make some sort of swinging helicopter chain and walk out of here under the protection of it. (laughs) (laughs) And it lift us off as we... (laughs) Oh, butts. I do not like this. At least we get a trial. They could kill us here. They could kill us where we stand. I say we go. Uh, all right. Uh, Stanley's still out? Yeah, Stanley's out. All it was right. a non-lethal hit, so he's not dying. He's just... He's lost consciousness. I will... Ha- and I'll I'll, oh, I'll pick up the, the chains holding them in my fist so there's a manacle on each side. <laughs> I'll know who my captors are this day. Are you slavers? We are not slavers. We are the Koromu Kishi. We are the elite warriors of the principle. Ours is to do as honor dictates. And in this day, honor dictates that the principle's laws are upheld. The goblins you attack serve the principle, as do the slaves they took. I know orc, so I will answer an orc. Then your laws protect those who slave and eat our people. We merely come for justice. Ours is not to question the laws of the principle, but justice will be met in the field of battle. Then let it be here, for we not need travel to meet a field of battle this day. No, it is not ours you will fight. 
then you follow blindly in this trial is a farce. We have a jury. We have selected a jury for you to fight. A jury of fools and slaves. They are not fools. They are. They are men. They, they are the new Koromu Kishi, seeking to earn their way into our ranks. You will fight them, and justice will be determined in the rusty cage. And if we are victorious? Then you will have been proven yourselves innocent. And the goblins we pursue? What of them? Will they be innocent still if we are victorious? Or they are guilty admit- of nothing! It is you who stand accused of attacking the principal's interests. It is you who shall stand trial for your crimes. I don't like this orc's logic. We've just been yelling at each other in some language for a bit. You can't hear what... <laughs> you, just, what you just hear... <laughs> That's all you're hearing. All right, then I will turn back to my party. It is trial by combat. This is savagery of which I know best. Uh, then <clears throat> I, th- I say we go. Let's go with them take our chances. It's that or we die here. And I will turn back to the orcs. It seems you find yourselves capturing warriors this day and proud ones. There's no need for such shackles. I will hold them in both hands if it pleases you, but you well know the dishonor it would bring to manacle oneself. Come! Bind me with your own hands if you desire. Roll roll a persuasion check, please. Alright. I'm real good at that. Oh, ooh. 18. It's pretty good. Very well. You do not have to wear manacles, but your friends do, especially the ones with magical words. I We do not trust magic. No one should. <laughs> well, one of In us order. is asleep. I assume he means the two casters here. He's asleep. He's not going to hurt anybody. I don't. E- I don't see why shackling him up is going to help. I'll gladly volunteer to put shackles on if it helps us get this over with. Then put them on and tarry not. What's a you tarry with the not? horns? Oh. Put your shackles on. Oh, look at him and put them on. Make sure. You... Make sure they are on this one here. Yeah. Make sure it's a tarry knot. I don't know what that is, but he asked for a tarry knot. <laughs> I assume it's like a granny knot, but, you know, I don't know. We don't want to blow this, so. Shut your hole. <laughs> oh, me? It's the orc. Yes. Quit speaking. I trust not your words. Stop. Shut your hole and get into the get into the here. And the flaming rig, there's a bunch of humans putting out the rig, and you see there's an area, there's like a car. almost like a train. It's really long. There's this, like, car at part of it, and they want you to go in. No windows, complete black, hot as hell in there. Like a container. Like, enter into here. This way. They motion I'll you pick up for it. Stanley over the shoulder. Okay. So you make your way. Um, before you go in, uh, they take all of your equipment from you and put in this big burlap bag. It's all of your stuff, everything. Now, if you're going to try and hide anything, might be the, be the time to do it. Hmm. But they're going to take everything from you. Can't Certainly really anything very visible. You can't hide your staff in yeah. your loincloth there, Scott. 
Like, no, no. What about our armor? <laughs> I'm just really horny. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are they leaving our Nothing armor on? The what now? Our armor? Is that being left on? Uh, whatever you're wearing can be left on, yeah. Okay. Uh, I saw that knife. Can I safely... I mean, it's in the back of my britches. Can I keep trying to... If, can I see if I can get away with that? I mean, you want to tuck it in your loincloth, sure. Yeah. Make that's... a slide of hand check, please. All right. Sorry. Wrong dice. There we go. 18. Okay. So you now have your, your dagger. You've put it in the front part of your loincloth. So it's in there. I keep a concealed dagger, but I'm unconscious, so I can't make any genuine effort to hide no, it. No, so you're picked clean, Stanley. You have nothing. Great. Um, okay, so you're all stripped of all your equipment and put into the container, and the light, then there's no light. And there's just heat, and you can hear each other breathing, and you hear the vehicle start to brum, 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 and through the wall, you go, and they're all chanting their Toyota, and you hear the guitar going, and the drums start to, and then there's just big ruckus and sound. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm. Not trying to injure the cage, I'm just kind of banging around, being like, Oh! Oh, Victorious! We have more than one vehicle! Oh, we had so many people! This we goes lost, on. like, 20! This goes on for several days. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh my Days?! God. This goes Are on for fed? several days. Uh, the only time that you get a respite is, uh, you know, um, the door opens and, and uh, water skins are thrown in as well as pieces of unidentifiable meat. Uh, actually, to Varel, you recognize it as sand squid, um, which is delicious to you, but I don't know if the rest of the, the party is going to be into sand squid. But um, they're they're thrown in periodically. There's food. Days. What's Well, you can't really tell how many days go by, but by your best guess, days go by. Is this considered a long rest, and have I <laughs> recovered consciousness and hit points? Yes. All right. Now, I don't know if you guys want to have a scene in this or if we just want to let the days go by because I know you guys like doing scenes. So if you want to have a scene in the car, in, in, in the... I mean, I guess container. it would make sense that when I came to, there would be a moment of, where am I? We were taken by... We're going to fight for yeah. our innocence. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not how innocence is actually determined. It is in well, this according place. to the principle. Yeah. Yes, the principle, which is a man or a concept, and they are under our goblin quarry is under the protection of these fine government men. So I'm to understand that there's going to be a trial of combat. If we win, we're deemed innocent. If we lose, we were guilty. What's weird is if they deem us innocent by winning, it does not mean the goblins are guilty of the crime, which makes no frickin' sense to Nash Maggard of the well, Solar What's gonna Mines. happen when we turn around and try to find him again? There does appear to be a rather soft spot in their culture for slavery, as in they uh, don't like it much, and if we can prove that before the trial of combat in some way at all, we could have a very heavy uppy, upper hand with these honorable men. I just don't understand why a group of people would say, oh, we're against slavery, but let's by all means help these goblins take slaves. Mm. Overall, this culture is a bit confusing to me, but... 
I guess none of that matters if we don't win the fight. No, they were so close by, our goblins must have sent back the vehicles, seen the loss, and then alerted these authorities to come hinder our way after their escape. Man, I lost the movable rod, too. They have your sword as well. Yeah, I'm also not very happy about that. Uh, check for the megaphone. It's gone, I'm assuming. It's gone, yeah. So spellcasters note that any spells that have material components are going to require the material components. You don't have your focus. Ha! Oh yeah, I need my staff. (laughs) Why do you have? I don't know. So, so, so times. (laughs) I I was thinking, well, you're missing all your shit, but not me. I hardly have. And then I remembered I have to have my staff. Smiling at the corner of the room, expecting to see it sitting there. Oh, Oh, it affects me too. All right, so um, you guys have these conversations. Time goes by. Uh, eventually, um, you hear the engine start to power down, and you hear the busyness of activity outside. Uh, you hear people getting out of the cars. You hear, uh, you know, people chatting, uh, but you can't make out the words. And finally, you uh, the doors open. <laughs> Boom. And you, you all spill out into the cold air. It's, it's still hot out, but it's way cooler than in no. there. And you find that you're in the center of a town square. And you look to your left and you see this, bit, this wood building. You see in faded letters it says the Sapphire. And up on top there's a, a human man with a mustache and black matted hair. Looking up, leaning on the railing, looking down at you guys. Then you look across the way, and in the blurry vision, you see this other place. Looks more ornate, has these saloon doors on it. There's another, there's there's a picture of a a, a large woman, you know, voluptuous woman dressed in like Confederate soldier clothing. And the name of the place is called the Buxom Confederate. Fitting. And you you look across and see this sort of this, this sort of uh, crappier looking building, and you see it says Oil Beard and Son Slavery Company. This oil Beard, wait, story. Oil Beard and Son, Oil Beard and Sons oh, Slavery oh, oh, oh. Company. That's the guy's name. I was thinking they gave you oil. You could get some beards, and if you want, some slaves. That's what no, I no, thought I was the, hearing. It's Oil Beard and Sons. Okay, got it. Slavery Company, and you sort of look to the back beyond the vehicle, and you see spillman supplies limited and you see another building called Lattleberg's Lattlebing's hotel and you see all these things and as you're taking in your surroundings you're poked by this this guy with a looks looks, looks like a gazelle mask on like just this buzzard type skull he starts poking you and then you see sir steel nuts he says this way and he motions for you single file down uh, a road and as you, move, as you move past the Buxom Confederate, there's a small alleyway behind it. And you move through it. And there are people gawking all around. These, these, these people, elves, humans, dwarves of all makes and shapes and different types of clothing. Various, and they all look at you. And they're all just staring, just wondering who these people are. And you walk through this alleyway area where there's no one there. And then you make your way to the back where you see a large cement building, only one floor. It has a front doorway with steel bars on it, and it's opened up, and you're motioned inside into this holding area, where, where this uh, gnome at a desk looks you over and goes, hmm, hmm, her. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then another cage door opens up, and you're led into this large room where there are tables, chairs, and bunk beds. There's about forty or fifty other people in there, all very skinny, poorly fed, and you recognize some of them as the Dustilians you were looking for. The doors close behind you, and you're sort of all staying there, and everyone's keeping their distance from you. Oh my goodness! How long have you been here? Uh, do you, uh, they all I'll ask that to the Dustilians. So, so you you recognize? I mean, you recognize some of them. You don't know who they are, or what their names are, and and they look at you just mistrustfully. You're the, the mm. people from Dust Hill, correct? Well, don't worry. We're here to rescue you. I don't think they recognize us. Oh, well, my name's Stanley Billings. I was appointed to the Hill Guard. Uh, Just before you were taken, it was a bit of a thing. There's a big story there, and we understand you were raided by goblins, but we're here now to help you out. And so uh, one of the the, uh, human fellows walks up uh, forward and says... I I recognize you. I recognize you from the hillmaster that that uh, you know the the water going out. You were one of the what you were them people that were going to help with the well. Yes, we did, were. Did the, 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 did the water ever get fixed? It did. We fixed it. It's all better now. Well, we came the, to save you. At least some good came of this. I, I don't know how you're going to save us from in here. Well, we're working on that. Uh, I can't say that this is part of the plan, but plans are like water. They are fluid, they are workable, and they are life-giving. So don't give up hope. Are we all cuffed at this point still? Everyone's cuffed except for Al? No, your cuffs have been removed. Okay. Now that you're into the area. It's a very dark room. There, you can see light pouring in from little slits, very narrow slit windows up at the top, about you know two inches uh, tall and about three inches wide. These little slits in the the cement. Now, is uh, Talia in there? They look at each other. Talia was here, but she's been taken. We it was maybe five days ago. She was here, but she's not here now. We don't know where they've taken her. Every now and then, they come in and they take people. I assume perhaps we stay here until they found a purpose for us. We're to be slaves? Well, they've been very inconsistent with their message on slavery, but based on what I've seen, they don't seem like the most open-minded folk that I've ever encountered in my life. Okay, well, they haven't told us anything. We were stuck in this trailer packed in like sardines we've been in there for a week and then we're here and they haven't told us anything i just want to go home (laughs) i'll pat the guy on the back give him a hug oh let him cry how are we to escape we can't escape these men they're stronger than us and there's more of them no, that part's true. Our destiny is locked. We're to suffer until we die. Oh. <laughs> Nobody no. suffers that long. No, we're not staying here. No. I'm going to start looking around the area to see if there's stuff I can fix up. 
to make it a little more habitable. I understand that the situation seems hopeless, but in just the past couple of days trying to rescue you, we've talked to a tree, we blew up a big facility, (laughs) we saw a dragon, as a matter of fact, we fought a bunch of goblins, we met a guy named Steel Nuts who seems okay with his predicament. In fact, he wears it as a title. What I'm saying is that to say that you know how things are going to go is uh, folly, because boy, have I seen some shit in the past couple of days. <laughs> now, I know it seems dire right now, but we're going to do all we can to get you out of here. We're going to work together. You get silence in response. Everything you said sounds pretty great. It just looks at you like... Giving you the eyebrow like, what? <laughs> I, are you are you all uh, as a cop? so wait hope wanted to to fix something oh i'm just to... looking around maybe there's a creaky bed maybe there's something that can make the place a bit more livable and make things a bit easier for I mean, everyone there, there. there are beds in the location it looks like they're kind of you know dibsies it looks like there's it's a dibsy system in here there's also some non-dustillion folks they look pretty savage um they have like bones they're they're noses are pierced with bones in them and they look like they're real wild people from somewhere beyond the dead fingers mm. all human gotcha all human mm-hmm. no orcs or anything okay there's no orcs in here and, you know among the dustilians there's a couple of dwarves and halflings but sure. mostly i'll just huddle in the corner keeping silent i thought we'd see more face. orcs because that one that was tied to the front of that that uh, car never really had a good explanation, so I figured, hey, he, that was his slave job is to be the hood ornament or something. <laughs> he signed up for it. You will be decorative, they said to him. Um, we can't stay here. Are any of you fighting, or are you all slaves? Does anyone know if you have to fight to get out of here? They haven't told us anything. Mm. They, you've told us more than we've found out since leaving Dust Hill. Any similarities between the people taken? Thin, buff, hot? They're all fairly, uh, for people of the desert, fairly fit folk. And there are, there's no old people or young people or children. They're all middle, you know, young to middle-aged. Uh, and yeah, I would say most of them seem fit. Hmm. There's, there's definitely design to their specimen. But an even number of male and females. This is both his Dustillians and the just the humans we don't know, the other savage folk that are in there. They all That's look right. okay. So um, they were as you as you sort of contemplate your 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 position and where you are, you actually see one of the guards come in. The guards dressed all in gray. He's got like a a limp in his foot. He opens up the door. And he says, "You new ones, new ones, come into this room. Come into this room." And he motions to a door near the front entrance from where you came in this uh, pen. Cool. You I'll head out. Right? You, you go, go in. Yeah, we'll go in. And as you enter in, let me just skip. As you enter in, uh, you see a uh, a man in ornate purple and in blue robes sitting at a table. He's got a ponytail. He's got like one of his eyebrows is burnt off, so it's just his forehead here, and he's just got the one eyebrow. He's got a mustache. And he just looks he looks intently as you guys enter into the room, and he motions for you to sit down. 
And on the table is a hot cooked meal. Looks like pork, potatoes, gravy. Delicious meal at the table. Oh my gosh. I'll sit down and start eating. He says, all right. <laughs> I'm hungry. And as you, as you sit down and start eating and look at this, this person sitting at a table, you see, um, actually, he, he stands a little taller and his, his ears are pointed. And you notice he's no, he's no man. This is no mere man. This is an elf. He's one of you, Stanley. You guys are all like eating yeah. after having not having anything good. Uh, well, I, I assume I ate the majority of the desert squid, though. <laughs> yeah, you did. But are you are you doing anything special here with the the? I know dinner is a sacred thing for for Vera. Uh, I I will abstain for now, having at least eaten the leftovers that they couldn't finish, because I'm afraid okay. that this meal is magical. In Elvish, I'm going to say, and what brings an elf to such a wonderful place such as this? And in common, he responds back to you, I am Ethanelia. Of Bog Bottom. Say again. I'm Ethanelia. Ethanelia. Got it. Of I, Bog Bottom. I had that in high school. Had to get yeah. shots for it. Keep going. Ethanelia. 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 Well, it is a pleasure I'm saying it to wrong too. Actually. Meet your acquaintance, Ethanelia. Um, my name is Stanley Billings. I'm Hope. Dust Hill. This is Hope. Morel. And that grumpy sack of bandages is Nash. Oh, I got a mouthful of like pork, and I wave at him with my pork loin hand, and then I eat. I keep eating. Well, it is a pleasure to meet all of you. It's unfortunate that we should find each other in these circumstances. Uh, you're. I am the magistrate of Slave Town, and you're here because the principal's men have found you guilty. Or st you stand accused, rather, excuse me, of attacking the principal's property. And as such, we cannot let that stand. So tomorrow, you'll be fighting our initiates to the Koromu Kishi to determine whether or not you're guilty of the crimes levied against you. Well, this is a interesting predicament. You see, we are the guards of a place called Dust Hill. Don't worry about it. You've probably not heard of it. Oh, we know but... of Dust Hill. Oh, perfect. That makes it easier. And it seems that some of your associates have broken our laws, which we are now here to enforce. There so... are no laws but the laws of the principal, and you yeah. would do well to understand that in time. Are you the potato, principal? Potato, and uh, what's going to happen if we prove our innocence? We still well, you'll, need you'll, justice for... You'll be free to do uh, as you wish, I but think. be sure to respect the law, the principal's law. I think the individuals the in the the, the, the locked cages. What about mm -hmm. them? How do we get them? They are the property of the principal now. How do you own property in principal? Everything belongs <laughs> From to the earth. Everything on the earth belongs to the principal. Whether or not they acknowledge it is at their own peril. Well, see, that's where we get to a bit of difficulty because I say they belong to Dust Hill. No, they do not. You can say it, but that does not make it true. Hmm. Surely you can see the folly of your logic insisting on 
fighting the universe. Bali. Because you see things a certain way. How does one own slaves then here? Because oh, we saw the market, there's got to be a way to buy them, yes? Uh, yes, and we, we make justice out of fighting trainees. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> there's two questions levied at me at the same time. The first question is that the trainees do not underestimate them. They are formidable warriors on the last stage of their initiation to the Kishi. And I am surprised you have not heard of these great warriors. Well, they don't have any lineage. They duck, dunk their nuts in molten metal, surely sterilizing them. That is the final part of the Kishi. Then they will uh, not initiation. last long, will they? Is that, is that they have... The Kishi have molten chrome poured on parts of their body to form their final uh, their final entryway on the silver road the silver road the silver are, road are, the are great you, path of the warrior are you the principal like just say it are you the principal or or just i don't want to fiddle around <laughs> no here. no i i'm not the principal the principal is a great man who's lived for thousands of years oh uh, you guys it's totally a guy it's a dude it's a single who, dude i just he want guide, yeah. <laughs> he guides us all to the promised land. How does one buy a slave? Pardon me? How does one buy a slave? With gold. Gold, The, princ gotcha. the principal here, this is an annexed. You are in slave town. This is an annexed area. And there are private interests who run, uh, run things here. <clears throat> but they are done so under the protection of the principal. It's far too remote for us to have direct involvement. So anything that contravenes our business interests here, we protect. And I am the governor of Slave Town, representing the principal's interests here. And I just thought you should know a little bit about what you're fighting for and why you're fighting for us. Well, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so much. Let me just say that there is no situation in which we don't walk out of here with our people. That is not for me to decide, but theft is punishable. <laughs> theft of the principal's properties is punishable by death. Well, go ahead and arrest me, then. I, I think we're already arrested. Yeah. We're, yeah. I forgot what this a-hole wants us to do. Eat up. Enjoy your meal. It may be the you last one you have. Slow down there, blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. These blueberries are, um, they're not as stealthy as previous blueberries. I will partake in the meal. When, yeah. when yeah, do we good. fight? When do we go fight? It'll be tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah. Oh, and what are the rules of the combat? Are we able to use our weapons? Is it just fist to fist? How does this work? It's five men enter, five men leave. Or less, depending on how many are left. Are we allowed to use tools? Weapons? There are only, the only weapons are the ones you bring and the ones we give. Well, we have nothing that was already taken. Are we going to get our equipment back? If you if 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 you're proven innocent, we'll return your belongings and your vehicle to you. Shouldn't we have access to our weapons to prove our innocence? That's not how justice works here. 
I would think if I'm being judged, I should be judged on the merits of everything I have. Besides, if you're so righteous and so skilled, I I fail to see how giving us our measly little trinkets would impact you in any negative way. Why would I intervene on your behalf from hundreds and thousands of years of justice and tradition? Oh, Stanley, please. Stop talking to the man. He makes less and less sense with every passing moment. He is a sad individual. He believes his lord is over a thousand years old. Well, not to mention he thinks his warriors are really great, yet refuses to give them, you know, all the disadvantages. That's that's how you get weak warriors. That's true, that's true. If he really wanted to test them and prove how good they were, he'd put them up against a real fight. Well, they're not gonna... Then please, gonna I, am, have... I am talking to Stanley. I am talking to Stanley, please. <laughs> yeah, we're oh. done with you. Please, then. <laughs> like, well, I guess you know everything that you're going to need to know. I will see you tomorrow in the Rusty Cage. Yeah, and apparently that, gets we're going to be and... fighting subpar war. To the Rusty Cage! Bows, <laughs> he, he, he bows, and he... He exits. I'm going to break his rusty cage and run. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are now alone with your meal. All right. Is there anything Is about this food? I'm worried we didn't check the food. Should we do something we can check the food? <laughs> it's too late for me. I'm dead if uh, yeah, there's something it. in the food. You can do an investigation check. I'm going to do an investigation check. I want to know if this food is okay or not. I will figure out the outcome in a couple of hours. <laughs> 14. Food smells good. Um, there's nothing vis- visually uh, wrong with it. You don't feel any magical, you know, em- emanating from this when you reach out with your magic feelings. So it just feels like yep. food. So there's no way of knowing that uh, whether it's poisoned or not. Right. And what is the food specifically? Uh, it's pork and it's mashed potatoes and there's a little chew worm in there too. Well, you really buried the headline on what the ingredients were. <laughs> and a chewer. And gravy. And gravy. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's fine, then. Everything's fine. And, and a beet. There's a few beets. Oh, sweet. <laughs> the lizard's like, oh, beets. <laughs> what a treat. All right. Um, What else is there to do? Should we rest and, and fight? Should we... Uh, I was going to do. Are we basically in a... Um, is this like a, uh, what am I trying to say, like a jail cell kind of thing? Like, are we in a prison room? Does yeah, you're in a prison room, but it's not like a jailhouse with different cells. It's just like a holding area. Okay, and we have beds in here and, and all that stuff. There's just beds and there's shoddy beds on the ground and there's, okay. you know, tables. Just like Maximus and, yeah. uh, yeah, all right. It's, it's yeah. like gladiators. We're, we're here to be staged. We're being well fed for our battle tomorrow. I get it. Exactly. It's your holding pen. All right. Mm. Okay, so you finish up the last of your food. You go to lie down and make a sleep for yourself. Then the morning comes and you hear cheering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear tons of cheering. And um, so uh, this is that hobbly guy who's at the front comes up and he starts getting, he says, are you ready for your combat today? Yes. All right, so the man, these... She gives you the manacles again. You must put these on. Put them on. 
Lizard. I not understand honor anyway. And I'll put Lizard, put them on. All right. right. And and then as you go to exit uh, from outside the building, you see that there's, you know, it just looks like hundreds of those Toyota warriors, as well as the two Koromukishi that you meet, Sir, Sir Steel Nuts and, and Sir Black Drink. And they, they, they all guide you in this procession down the main drag of what you have now learned is Slave Town. And you see interesting sights. You see people sitting on, on top of the balconies and people in the doorways. And they're all, they're all dressed in rather nice clothes that you're not used to seeing from a place like Dustal. Everyone kind of looks like a Stanley. <laughs> wow. They seem well-to-do uh, compared to the people of Dustal. And as you walk down the main Ooh, road, wave. You, you, see a, you see a sign. It's called Heaven Street. And you 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 walk down while uh, you walk down. You see different businesses again. The Buxom Confederate and the Sapphire. You walk by. You see another house. It's called Boom Bottoms Ballistics and Explosives. And as you walk further, you come across uh, Gold Bite and Forbisher's Holdings. Some weird, strange place. It's it's very much like a a western kind of town. All these wood buildings, more wood than you've ever seen in your life. You walk by a general store and a land claims office and a bakery. And just as you get to insurance and speculations, this weird building, there's a left there's a left turn onto a trail called the Silver Trail that takes you into this row where these neighborhood houses are. And at the end of the row, there's a giant cage, dome-like, uh, with pe- people surrounding it and hanging on top of it. Looks exactly like what you'd see in Thunderdome, let's say, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's it, you have it makes no mistake, it's the rusty cage, and you're led up at, to the doorway of this thing, large gray brown metal, and the doorway swung open, <laughs> and they take off your manacles and push you inside. And now you're sitting in the middle, and there's a bunch of people going Toyota, Toyota, and you see there's a there's a two different types of people. There's these the warriors, the loincloth painted up Toyota warriors from and then you see also regular townsfolks that are that, from slave town that are ornately dressed and look rich from what you can see. On the other side there's another door and it opens up and ducking in are the are five large orc warriors. And they have nothing but loincloths on. And they're not, they're not chromed, and they look across at you, and they go... Growl back. They, they stand in the line on the other side of the cage. Five? Par- pardon me? There's five of them? There's five of them. Oh, one bonus. And then <laughs> b- behind you, the door, the door opens again, and the old man, the catatonic old man, is pushed into the cage with you guys. No! <laughs> nice. No! <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he, he takes his place in the lineup next to you. He clearly doesn't know where he is or what's going on. He's kind of—he's oh just kind of looking around like worst fifth man ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, it's gonna um, be okay. I will say to the to our group friends, this is before fanatics and those made rich by fanatics win swiftly. Do not waste words. The, the crowd goes, Toyota! Toyota! Ah! And then there's a loud uh, screaming that, that it just erupts and there's people. Yeah, there you go. You got it. I, hear, I think I hear the sounds of the Foley word. 
doing its thing. And um, and then uh, uh, what was this unpronounceable guy's name again? Athenilia, you see, you recognize the magistrate, uh, enters in with enters into the dome and walks to the center and motions for everyone to be quiet. Says today. These five men stand accused of crimes against the principal. Vorel, Hope, Stanley, Nash, and whoever this old man is. Lights. Are all a- <laughs> lights. Is that his is that his name? Lights. His name is Lights. <laughs> and Lights <laughs> stand accused of crimes against the principal. And today they will be judged by your Kuromukishi initiates. And then when, when he says the Kuromukishi initiates, the crowd goes, Go! And they love these guys. And you all know the one rule for trial by combat. Five men enter, five men leave. Unless it's less men because some of the one team is killed. <laughs> <laughs> so it sort of doesn't work, but we love it anyways. <laughs> you uh, may want to find a way to shorten that a little bit. Now, when the weapons drop from the ceiling, the match will begin. What's up? Can you see the weapons in the ceiling? If I look, yeah, you see, you see like a chainsaw and a pipe and a big sledgehammer, and you see all these weapons that are being held onto by people up there. That they're gonna drop them down. To the any uh, any ranged weapons? Uh, none that you can see. Okay. Any uh, any finesse rapier esque weapons? Uh, so there isn't time for this. You're overwhelmed. You'll find out when they fall on the ground. Oh, uh, it, it's hard to make out exactly what's all in there. Um, so uh, with that, the magistrate walks to the door, closes it up, and says, "Let the match begin." And the weapons all drop to the ground. Yep. Yeah, Can I have fine. everyone roll initiative? Oh no, shite. <sighs> Is very gladiator. 15 for Stanley. 17 for Nash. 15 for Hope. Okay. 17 as well for Borel. <laughs> we got a oh, wow. doubled up. Uh, I'll yeah. let Hope go before me. Okay, for sure. One second. I also am treating these individuals so so does sorry does the is our old man did they at least have some clothes on him now or is he still naked <laughs> well, he's got the he's got the the coat that he's wearing and yeah he's, he's naked okay so he's still free balling it like he has no armor he's super old he better oh, all right whatever our fifth man sucks it's fine though <laughs> It's like a hero's match. Yeah, our LFT ran <laughs> All right, from the ceiling, the weapons start falling down and dropping. You see a chainsaw. You see a, um, a like a pickaxe. You see a, a big chain. And you see a sledgehammer. And you see... Um, oh, what's the other thing? You see, you see a knife. It's like a, like a sharp butcher's knife. There's a cleaver in there, as well as a machete. Is there a stave? There's no stave. Shit. A whole bunch of stuff drops down, and the match begins, and the first orc (laughs) runs towards the chainsaw, 
and picks it up. And he starts. <laughs> He's got his chainsaw going. Uh, Nash, it's your turn. Oh my gosh, dude. All right, I'm going to make. Can, uh, I'm going to make a mad dash for that. How big is the cleaver? Uh, the cleaver, it's, uh, you know, about this long, but, but maybe like a. Single feet, hand, like though. Big giant cleaver, yeah. One handed One weapon. Hand. I'm going to make yeah. a run for the cleaver, please. Okay, you run for the cleaver and you pick it up. You have a cleaver. Okay, I've got it in my hand. Uh, all right. Uh, that's all I get to do, Morel, right? it's your turn. Yeah. Is the guy currently struggling with the uh, chainsaw to get it moving? He's got, he's got it running. He picked it up, but it's just starting to run now. But would I know that thing? Because if this is the first time we've seen this many trees, I don't... It's a blade with an engine on it. You're okay yeah. with understanding it. Okay, okay, cool. So I, I fathomed what he's holding. Yeah. That's something terrible. Uh, Man. Yeah. Uh, he's within range for you to run and try and wrestle it from him. Is the... Oh, man. I've seen too many clips from Resident Evil to wrestle with a man with a chainsaw. <laughs> uh, where's where's the pick, Axe? Uh, pick's in the middle, in the pile that's just dropped in the middle. Okay. I will... Can I make it to the pickaxe and throw it as one action? Yes. Okay. Then uh, I will run. I, that'll put me a little exposed in the middle, but I'll run to the middle... Grab the pickaxe and sort of a run by grab, and then do a, a discus <laughs> kind of okay. round one, and then straight at the dude with the chainsaw. Okay, so you're, you're twirling, right? For the, yeah. the wind up. Okay. Uh, roll an attack, range attack roll, please. Range Good attack. Range. Wish me luck. Seven. Okay. So you, you fire it out, and it misses the orc and hits a spectator square in the chest. <laughs> And the pickaxe and the spectator go flying, uh, <laughs> flying off the stand. Uh, Stanley, it's now your turn. Non OSHA approved stadium. Uh, I I let Hope go before me. Okay, Hope. Okay, cool. What's the closest weapon that fell to me? Uh, the, closest the closest weapon to, to you would be the sledgehammer. All right, perfect. Uh, and then, how far away is the chain? Uh, the chain, also about the same distance. It's all in a pile in the middle, so you can get to all of it. Yeah. All right, cool, cool. So I'm going to run up, grab the chain, and just like for all, I'm going to see if I can entangle by whipping it around and getting them on the ground. And then in the same turn, picking up the machete. Okay, the only guy within range for you to do that would be the chainsaw guy. That would work, too, because I'm assuming okay. it's a big metal chain, right? Yeah, it's a big metal chain. Thick, cool. Heavy. Okay, um, so you're going to try and tangle them, like, so it's a grapple, kind of? Yeah, kind of like uh, those bol not bolos. Like, you're thinking of lasso? Yeah, kind of, where it'll It's kind of hard to do them. with a chain, but you're kind of you're trying to, like, wrap around, like, a harpoon or something like yeah, that. Yeah, keep them busy for a bit. Okay, um, roll a grapple check, please. Alrighty. Oh, it's a one. Okay, uh, so you gotta you fling it around, you go to fling it around, and, and you actually um, fumble it, and it just it misses and it doesn't have any effect. You just hit the ground with it, and you're just like, oh, you really suck with this thing. Uh, you have to give <laughs> it another try. <laughs> um, okay, Stanley. All right, I'm going to uh, go over to the pile and I'm going to pick up the knife. Yeah. Um, and then I am going to try to keep as much distance with whatever movement I have left 
between me and the other orcs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to stay in range. I want to uh, look at the guy with the chainsaw. And I want to yell to him, I hear when they dip your nuts in chrome, they shrivel like walnuts and burst. Just what I heard. Vicious mockery on him. Okay. Yeah, yep, you can cast that. It's a verbal only. So, uh, constitution save, right? Uh, wisdom. Wisdom save? Okay. Does it make the rest of us nauseous at the same Um, time? All right, it's a hit. So that chainsaw orc has disadvantage? Three damage and uh, has disadvantage on his next attack. Okay, perfect. Okay, so then one of the orcs runs up into the middle. Hear the pounding of the sand as his feet hits it. Picks up the pickaxe. Oh no, wait, the pickaxe is already thrown, right? Yep. Mm. Pickaxe. And I have the. Yeah, he picks up the sledgehammer. Okay. He picks up a sledgehammer and he gets ready with the sledgehammer. That guy has a sledgehammer. Uh, Another another orc runs into the middle right behind him. Uh, You picked up the cleaver, right, Nash? I did. All right, he picks up the knife. I have the knife. Oh, you have the knife? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why did I put you have some... Oh, my God. My note-taking so bad. Oh, he picks up the machete. That's why. Okay. There's nothing left for any of the other orcs to pick up, so the other orc runs into the middle and uh, goes to attack uh, Hope, trying to take her chain. Um, So he's going to roll a grapple. You don't have to bother rolling a contest. It was really bad. <laughs> he, he goes to make a grapple, and you, he tries to just, eh, just just grab you with both of his arms in like a bear hug, and you're nimbly able to dodge out of the way, still holding onto the chain. Um, and the other orc uh, rushes off uh, to the side where the pickaxe went and starts yelling, Give it to me! To the audience to get the pickaxe. Uh, it's now the old man's turn. The old man does a little fart. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, <laughs> like, <laughs> and he runs to the door on your side and starts going <laughs> he's trying to open it in order to get it um, uh, the orc with the chainsaw <laughs> and he goes <laughs> he takes a running dash at uh, Varel with the chainsaw he swipes into the air, but it's really heavy, and he's really slow with it, and you're able to dodge out of the way of the chainsaw. Uh, Varel, it's your turn. All right. So he swang it. Uh, can I catch it and start trying to, you know, do the work towards his face thing? going to be a grapple. Cool. All right, I will rage as my bonus action, so I don't get a bite, but... I will do a grappling strength. A 13. Uh, oh, grapple versus strength. The orc is quite strong. as You put your hands on him, but he's got full control and range of motion. His muscles just rippling green. Yeah. So you're, you're not able to, to, to wield control of it, and you have your hand on his arms, and he's, but he's steering right now. Cool. So um, he'll be the lead dancer, and I will let yeah. him push around as I dodge. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't know if you get, because you're raging, if you have any bonus actions or things you can take as a result of that. No, I gotta enter the rage as the bonus action. Okay, uh, Nash, it's your turn. So, 
I thought sorcerers didn't need a focus to cast a lot of their stuff. Do I have that no, wrong? No, they they do need a focus. Yeah, they do. What makes them? What makes a difference uh, versus wizards is they don't need to study from their spell book and okay. no shit. Okay, they just it's it, that's where the mechanical difference is. Okay, but um, I still have to have a a focus or a an item uh, like for I need anything, my stuff. For anything with material, like if you had the material elements for certain spells, you could do it. Like, for example, sleep requires a pinch of fine sand, rose petals, or a cricket. (laughs) So if you have a cricket, rose petals, or fine sand... Or fine sand? Yeah. Guess what? What's the the sand made of? Yeah, how's the sand here? It's fine sand. Sweet. I'm going to grab some <laughs> fine sand. And you know you know what's funny about that is what? that I had no idea it required fine sand and it's just funny how this works out because there's probably fine sand almost everywhere. Yeah. Mr. Sandman. Yeah, we're living the perfect world but, for sand. But for Earth Tremor, for example, it's only verbal and somatic, so it just requires hand gestures and mm-hmm. speaking. So you mm-hmm. don't need material, so you can cast that just fine. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, that kind of stuff, right? Same with uh, Thunder Wave. Yeah, I ain't doing that. It's only verbal and somatic. So you actually, besides sand for sleep, I don't think you actually need material components for any of your spells. Yeah, I think I might be the only one that's dinged by losing their focus. It's, it's actually only sleep that has a material component. Um, and in that so case, I got some. It's right there on the ground. Yeah, you can just pick up some sand and there you go. You've I'm going to do that. I'm picking up some sand and the one that is attacking, I'm trying to get sort of a, a, an opportunity against somebody who's not paying attention to me. So the one that's attacking um, Hope, Okay. I yeah. would like to cast Sleep on, please. All right, roll 5d6. Okay. Try and roll high. <laughs> Uh, what, how many hit points do you have? Uh, uh, 18, after all the rest. Me? Oh, her, sorry. Yeah, I've got 18. Okay, that's good. 16 um, is my... is my. Oh, sorry, go ahead. 16 was your total roll? Yeah. Okay, so what? It's, what's important to note about sleep and the way it works, just as we move along, is that it's got a 90-foot range, but it hits in a 20-foot area of effect, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it affects whoever has the lowest hit point total first, in that area so so it's you're basically in the area of effect is both hope and the orc which means that if she has less hit points than the orc she'll use up your hit points to fall asleep first and then in a descending order it's just something to be aware of as the friendlies are nearby okay how much you don't want to well i don't want to put her to sleep we said 5d6 it's actually 5d8 Oh, it is? We've been doing 5d6s this whole time. Wow. Okay. Well, hold on then. Yeah, before anybody says anything, it probably, the sleep should have hit me on the top of the car, too. No, I think you're fine. It's current lowest hit point. It's current lowest hit points. But I was at two hit points. Okay, whatever. What's happened is happened. It's already in the past. Yeah, it's what's happened. For going forward, just to avoid confusion. 26. Okay. Um, Gosh. (laughs) So actually, uh, two of the orcs, uh, because there's another one nearby that went to go pick up the uh, machete, if I'm not mistaken, Um, they both uh, fall asleep. Okay. They both, they're both like, they're both, they're both standing, standing there, they drop all their weapons. All right. And they're, they're like, 
Can I do a follow up <laughs> follow up move, which is not as a long full as it takes action. your bonus action or a movement. It's a it's a basically I want to prep the um, what's it called again? The thing. What's the weapon I picked up? Oh, uh, the um. <laughs> Mallet? What cleaver. The cleaver. The cleaver. I want to put the cleaver in my hand. I mean, it was in your hand. I guess it was in my hand, so never mind. I'll do this my next move. I basically just want to put dead uh, sleeping people to, to... I want to kill them. <laughs> yeah, that's going to require an action. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Um, okay, so you've put them to sleep. Um, it is now uh, Hope's turn. Cool, yeah. Nash and I are on the same page. Uh, how close is Shetty Guy? Uh, right in front of you. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to pick up the machete and coup de gras on the neck. Just slice it open. <laughs> okay. Uh, with advantage, please. And then what would be the... I mean, the damage dice would be the damage dice, I think. Let me just see here. It's more that you get advantage on the attack. Oh, gotcha. Cool. And then um, what would I add to the attack for this one? falls unconscious so it's it's um oh what your what is your attack roll yeah so you have a you have a chain in your hand yes so you're trying to i would drop the, the chain. chain and pick up the mission <laughs> i would switch okay, out my yeah, weapon okay. this you can, chain is no good to me you, okay i got you so you can you can actually equip both switching weapons would take your action but you, oh. you have a free hand for the machete so you can pick up the machete slice the throat it works out to be the same but um, is it incapacitated or unconscious? They're unconscious, so that means it drops what it's holding. It actually is supposed to fall prone, but we're not going to do that. I like them standing up and sleeping. I think it's funny. Oh, um, cool! So you could just slash. So you, yeah, him. attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and they automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws. That I didn't know. Oof. And any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet. So they'll be rolling double damage dice. Nice, so, nice. So roll then... your attack. Okay, I got a 10, but I, but that's without anything added. Right, so a machete would be a strength modifier, I think. Strength, perfect. Uh, so 13. Okay, that's a hit. And it's double damage, guys. Sweet. Hold on. Let's see my machete. No result. Darn it. Um... Let's give it something comparable to a short sword. So short sword, perfect. Short sword like 1D6. There it is. 1d6, cool. So double dice, you said? Yep. Alright, so modifier. I rolled a 7. And your modifier. And the modifier. Strength modifier. Strength. Oh, sorry, thank you. A yep. 10, so 10, 10 total. Okay, so you, you slice his neck, and blood starts spilling from the neck of this thing. It's not enough to kill it, um, but there's a big cut in its neck, and it starts... It wakes up and starts going. Uh, 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 uh. And, and then I have an action surge. So there's another one right by me that's asleep, right? Yep. All right, I'm gonna do the same thing to that okay. guy. Sweet, you stole. You, st you fully stole all of Nash's. <laughs> we gotta <laughs> kill like, these things. Teamwork. Right. Teamwork. It's totally yes. fine. My yeah. goal was to kill him too, so this is totally fine. Yeah. I, it's just funny how you like. You're like, I'm readying up to kill them, and then Dolph's just like, No, hey. I like it. Sleep them, kill them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so same thing. Roll with All advantage. Right. Critical Perfect, so 20 not natural for the yeah. attack. All right, roll critical dice. Because right. Bo, let me ask, Bo, does this mean that if 12. The, these this means they can't 
I mean, there is no, they can't counter this because they're asleep, right? Isn't that the whole point? If they're asleep, yeah. They, okay, all right. Yeah. You, you roll with advantage, so you hit, and the damage dice, double damage dice. Got it, okay. Just making sure cool. I, there was a 12 point damage. Doing it. 12, with that includes the modifier? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so again, you, you, slice, you slice again, the other orc goes, uh, uh, wakes up, and he's just choking. Can I kick him with my foot over, just kick him back on his back? That's an action. Okay. An action move. Yeah. Would look good though. <laughs> it would be awesome. Next time. All right, uh, Stanley, your turn. There's, there's, um, there's an orc with a chainsaw that Vorel is wrestling with. There's another orc back trying to get the pickaxe from the crowd. There are two orcs standing near Hope with their throats slit. <laughs> and there's another orc that um, I lost track of. Um, <laughs> He's at their door screaming to get out. I think I think he was just running. It. Oh, he was ran ahead to attack. No, that's the one. What happened to the other one? Well, there, there was one that screamed to the oh, audience for the pickaxe. Yeah, we got pickaxe, that one. Chainsaw. Two went for weapons. One didn't have a weapon. Didn't he run? One to picked hit up the sledgehammer. This is a sledgehammer. There's an orc oh, standing in the middle with right. a sledgehammer. Yeah, right. And um, yeah, the old man is behind you at the door screaming to get out. Yeah, he sucks. It's useless. Uh, all right, I am going to continue to try to help my buddy Vorel, and I'm going to once again yell to Chainsaw, and I'm going to say, you know, we just got done fighting goblins, and honestly, I was far more intimidated by them than you. Vicious mockery. <laughs> so vicious. Yeah, so vicious. It's the viciousest. Like I can't help that I started last time with a with a barn burner. Yeah. Uh, wisdom fourteen save for him. Oh yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, you cast the insult, but the insult just wasn't good enough. Ah crap! And you can Aww. feel that it has done nothing. Whiffed it. All right. Bonus action to Varel. I am going to uh, I'm going to say, Varel, it's time to put these orcs in their place and show them who is truly the mightiest warriors in this ring. And give him an inspiration. So, D6 inspiration to you. Sweet. It's done. All right, the two orcs nearest uh, hope. They're like ah, and with their fists, they try to just pummel you in a in a in a blind rage. Both of their necks uh, uh, bleeding, and they just they can't. You're nimbly dodging around with the cleaver and the chain, just like and the two two punches <laughs> come at you. They miss. Um, the guy with the sledgehammer gets a bead on your weakest target, that would be the old man, and does a charge at the old man with the hammer over his head like this. And um, and he rolls overhead and he brings down the hammer. Boom! Thunk! Right on his head. And his head caves in. Oh. The thing and blood flies out everywhere. And you just see the... You don't see the front of his face. You see the back of the corpse with the hammer plugged in and he just hits the ground. And the sledgehammer stuck out of his head and the orc just pulls out the hammer and turns around and goes, Who's next? Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Uh, so the old man doesn't have a turn because he's dead. Um, the uh, orc with the chainsaw now uh, attempts to saw you, Varel. What, okay. a, what a big piece of dead weight that guy turned out to be. For real. <laughs> We drug him around everywhere. Some miracle was gonna happen. He's like, sitting he around with us all the time. Him. Oh my gosh, what a waste of space he turned up. He's just the worst. Oh my gosh. 
I like this response. I like Ugh, this response. Hate him. Um, so the chainsaw again. He, he goes and tries to like put the chainsaw into you as you try to you, you know you hold it back with your arms, and he isn't able to get purchase on you. Nash, it's your turn. Oh my gosh, dude. How far is the uh, the the one the, the one with the sledgehammer? Is how far from me? Is it, is uh, it... Well, he's behind you, about 20, 30 feet. Okay. And he's right up against the door, and there's people in the crowd screaming, "Yeah, yeah, yeah!" Yeah. All right, I'm gonna. Um... He's the only one behind me. Yeah, there's only one behind you. There are two next to Hope. There's one trying to get a pickaxe from the audience on the far end. Mm -hmm. And there's one fighting Varel. None of the orcs have gone down yet. Alright. First, they, they've drawn first blood. Um... Technically. So, sorta. <laughs> yeah, they get gold for first kill. We got first blood. They got first kill. But it was like stepping on an ant, really. Alright, what I want to do... I want to do an earth tremor, but I but I have to run up to range because it's ten feet. Okay. I'm thinking, okay. shouldn't that put me out of everyone else's? I don't want it to affect the teammates. Will I be ten feet away from them all? Each, each creature other than you must make a dexterity saving throw. Um. Yeah. So I mean, the only one that would be free, you could position yourself next to the two of Varel by running behind them. But you probably provoke an opportunity attack from one of them oh, to I do so. I don't want that. Um, otherwise, you can get sledgehammer guy. You might hit some people in the audience, mm. and or you can you can you, the pickaxe guy is too far away, or you can go after chainsaw guy. But then you'd be hitting both. You could position yourself in such a ways to hit one of them. This is a ten foot radius, right? Yeah. Yeah. How does the how does uh, if I do thunder wave? The thing that hurt Varel back in episode one mm -hmm. still hurts. Um, Fifteen foot cube originating from me. Yeah, that's not behind me then, right? Yep, it's all around you. Oh, it's all cube. around me, so it's a radius again. Yeah, but you could position yourself in such a way as to only get certain people within the radius. So tell me who you want to hit. Who, I want to hit the guy want? with. I, I mainly want to disable the guy with the sledgehammer. Okay. The then you can hit him no problem, and you can choose to hit audience members or not as you wish. I don't care about them. F those okay. guys. They're here. They're yep. here getting entertainment out of this blood sport. They can they can get taken down too. It's fine. Okay. So I'm going to cast thunder wave, and I need to be. I'm going to position myself so that it does not affect anyone else on my team. Perfect. If it, if it okay. affects the so disgusting bleeding corpse of that old dumb man we carried around with us for four days, fine. Because he okay. sucks. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, let's cast it. And I don't All right, need so you run up to the sledgehammer guy yeah. who's uh, just killed the old man. Yeah. Now uh, you describe your casting of it. I, I run up and I stop and I kick dirt up as I do it, and I take my arms up high and I kind of do this and I just go, just but like out in front of me and out out of out of my hands comes almost like just a a rippling of the air, almost like heat. Like, you can visually see the air kind of move, and then it hits the ground, and then I gotta see if it worked. Okay, and I see here that it was a constitution save, which the orc failed, so roll 2d8 two eight, two eight thunder damage. Okay, here it comes. 
Whoops. Hold on. Brink, brink. That would be a total of six. Okay. Yeesh. So, and it knocks him back ten feet. Alright. But he's up against the wall, so it knocks him into the wall. <clears throat> he drops the sledgehammer, and he suffers the six points of damage. Alright. Additionally, the people hanging, like, sitting on top of the cage also get blown off the wall. And a big pile of people just fly <laughs> off the wall. Ah! <laughs> they just, they hit, they, and some of them die. Some of them just hit the ground and die. And some of them are just, like, injured. There's a whole bunch of people. Okay. Just massive people just, like, oh, oh! <laughs> They're, like, broken legs and, like, broken arms and they're <laughs> suffering in pain. Um, okay, so that was Nash's turn. Varel, it's you're up next. Cool. All right, using uh, my rage strength with the bonus d6, I will attempt once again natural twenty. Natural twenty to take it back into his face. The battle. Okay, so so you're you're attempting to grapple and control him essentially, right? right? Okay. Do you get any bonus actions or take additional actions after that? Because we're we're grappling now. So now that you're in the the control seat. Are you able I, to do anything with it after? Because you can't attack him and grapple him in the same go. Cool. Yet. So I do have, now that I've pre-raged, I can do my Hungry Jaws, which is a bite attack. Okay. So you have him grappled. Now you will get, I believe, advantage during the grapple. He's grappled. Yeah, that sounds right. His speed is a zero. Yeah, you do get, um, like, other play other characters will get advantage hitting him. And cool. You can't. You, let's give it to you as well. All right. So I, I grabbed that that bar underneath the no. chainsaw, and we kind of pressed it into his his chest. So it's not you know digging into him, but I've got it controlled, and I just take and bite right on his neck. Nice. With the hungry jaws, which gives me health, and a twenty-one to hit that. Okay. Roll your damage. Six, and I gain three health. Nice. All right. So you, you bite down, and you've got orc flesh in your mouth now, and it it's inspiring. It's like it's like you know when you hear a song and you're super inspired. Well, imagine the taste of blood doing having the same effect on you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> this is good blood. Um, okay. Excellent. So he's grappled. You've done some damage to him, and it is now a Stanley a Hope's turn. Sorry. All right, so I'm going to see that we get advantage on attacking this guy, right? Yeah. You still have two guys with their necks slit, but unarmed, trying to punch at you. That's you fine. Killed them I'm... Yet. Yeah. Yo, I'll leave them. I'm going after this guy. That's. Uh, uh, you will provoke them. opportunity attacks oh, if you leave the range. Ugh. Mm -hmm. Ugh, and that's dexterity, isn't it? Just yes. finish them off. Just snag them. Well, ah! no, it, 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 it's your it's your AC. It's your AC. But that's such a cool move. It's a pretty cool move. Oh, I want to just... I mean, you could take the opportunity attack. I know! You know what? Let's take the opportunity attack. Okay, Let's go so for you, it. Move, you start to move out of their range. Mm -hmm. Nope. They are, okay. they are both the fa What's your AC? It's like 13 or 14. 18? Right? 18! Wow. What? No. It's, it's because I've got my leather jacket, but in the leather jacket are all the car parts. It says 16 here. What? 16? Oh, oh, sorry, you're right. 16. I was looking at my hit points. But it's 18, 18 for now. Nine. It's 42. 50. <laughs> 100. You got a million. <laughs> it's a million. I got AC for days. It's infinity. It's that sideways eight, man. Yeah. Okay, so uh, they both take a swing at you. Whoosh, whoosh. 
And, uh, hang on, what's the modifier they get? All right, one of them tries to punch at you, misses. The other one punches at you, connects. Okay. Um, four. Four points of damage. All right, that's you, fine. You get, a, you get a little knock in the noggin, boom, and you're like, ah, but it doesn't deter you. Um, a little, a little orc knock. It's like this giant fist. Boom, <laughs> it's the horn. Donks you in the head. Um, and uh, okay, now you can continue with your turn. All right. So what I'm gonna do? Thank God, I'm gonna run up behind with the the machete to the back of this orc, and I'm gonna try and drive it into the spine to paralyze the orc that Varel's fighting. Okay, you're gonna stab down with the machete? Yeah, the right, right into the back. And you get advantage on that attack roll. Oh, sick! Okay, so that is gonna be a 22. Okay, roll damage dice. All right. And then seven damage. Okay, so you, um, Stab in, uh, and then the the orc just freezes and goes ah as, as the blade comes out in front and Varel goes whoa because <laughs> you can see the see the the knife come out and then he drops the chainsaw and the chainsaw sinks into his own head. It's <laughs> like starts making its way down its corpse. Blood, these waves of blood fly uh, over and it's all on the sand. Wow. Um, yes. Uh, Stanley, it's your turn. This orc is dead, clearly. Okay, good. Chainsaw is on my, like cutting down into its its torso. Was he? Was this the guy with the sledgehammer? My spatial skills are. So it's, it's a chainsaw guy. So the two oh, guys chainsaw guy, the right, two, right? There's two neck cut guys in the middle. Right. You're next to the sledgehammer guy. Right. The pickaxe guy is in the far end. Okay. That I believe I forgot about at some point. It seems like. <laughs> He's still waiting to get his pickaxe. <laughs> they have to dislodge it from the poor spectator's head. Yeah. They have a lot of work they got to do. Yeah, and there's um yeah, so that's four. That's four guys. Yeah. Uh, all right, I am going to uh, looking at the two orcs that had their necks cut. I think they roughly the same amount of damage, but whichever one of the two looks the worst for wear, I am going to throw the dagger at his face. Okay. Uh, which one? The neck cut guys? Uh, yeah. Whichever okay. Roll one. Uh, attack, dexterity, right? This should have yep. bled out by now. I'm using uh, dagger stats for this. I figured that would be about on par with a big knife, right? Sure, yeah. Okay. Plus, I already had it equipped, so it made it easy. Uh, that is going to be a 22 to hit. Damage dice. Did I skip Pharrell or anyone? Or no? No, seems on okay. point. Yeah. Uh, seven damage. Four. Yes, seven damage. Seven, seven damage. damage. Oh, okay. Yep. Um. So that is uh, you. You fling the knife at him. <laughs> hits him in the eye. And he falls over. Just from the impact of the velocity of it, he falls to, down to the ground. Good. Um. And then bonus action. I'm going to turn to. Uh, Nash and I'm going to say well Nash looks like we got two of them down I'm confident you will bring us number three and give him a inspiration okay now you've got an inspiration Scott okay d6 do you need me to tell you how that works Scott yeah remind me so I don't screw it up okay so take a d6 yeah and on an attack roll where you're seeing if somebody's going to get hit by something yeah you can roll that to add it if you feel like that would help you get a good result. 
Or if something's going to attack you and you have to roll to avoid or whatever, you can also roll that d6 to add to whatever you're rolling. Okay, through. that makes sense. So All it right, doesn't this... enhance your damage, but it enhances your ability to hit or avoid. Hit or avoid, right? Got it. Yeah. So second net cut guy runs up to uh, runs up runs continues chasing hope and goes to try and punch you in the back of the head and he misses. Um, the guy gets the pickaxe uh, from there. He turns around. Argh! He runs after Varel with the pickaxe. Runs up to Varel, makes an attack roll, misses, whoo, swings it across. And you see the metal flying past your face. Uh, the old man is dead. I haven't actually crossed him out here. Yeah. Um, now the chainsaw guy dead. Um, so now Nash, it's your turn. All right. Um, I'm going to f use this machete now. I'm aiming to throw this at uh, the one that's still chasing Hope down that's bleeding from his neck. What? Okay. Oh, you have the sledgehammer guy right next to you. Oh, that's right. And he's right in front of me, isn't he? It's a cleaver you have, which you can throw. No, no, no. I don't have to. If he's right next to me, let's not throw it. Let's just, I just want to sink this into his head as hard as I can. Okay. <laughs> roll an attack roll. Right. There's no modifier because you have zero strength. Oops. Or 11 strength with zero modifier strength. Right, no modifiers. 16. And I okay, want to... Okay, it's a hit. Hold on. Oh, it is? Nice. Alright, never mind. Yep. I'm going to keep Roll inspiration for that. I was going to... John, I was going to use your thing. I mean, that would have... Uh, but 16's a pretty decent one. Yeah, you I want don't... it for kind of those middle of the road. Yeah, ones. yeah, I'm going to save it for that. Sorry, damage dice. D6 is just one, right? Mm-hmm. For this kind of hit. Four. Okay. Uh, you, sink, you sink the... You swing and sink the cleaver into its chest, and it, it sinks in, and it's blood, and the orc's like, Rrrr! it doesn't die, though. <laughs> it just sinks in. And it just sinks in, and it's got a cleaver stuck in its chest, and you try to get it out, and it's not coming out. It's stuck in there. All right, my bonus action is to... muscles. My bonus action is to leap backwards so I can create some space between me and un, undying freaking sledgehammer monster man. All right, as you go to move out of the way, it takes an opportunity attack to punch you. Uh, it connects. Or I can avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> How much AC? Uh, seven point. You take seven points of damage. The fist just, oh. just, just bam, wraps you right in the, your face. Seven points? She's white. Seven points of damage. I'll still take that over. Yeah, it's fine. You sort of, you, you were going to leap back all gracefully, but you kind of actually just like shuffle back. Just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was very goofy looking. All right. Um, as you get punched in the face from uh, the opportunity attack. Uh, Varel, your turn. Is the chainsaw embedded in this dude? Can I move it through him? To... Yeah, you can You can pull it out. It's still running, so it'll come out, you know, very easily. Like cool. Because, like... I mean, I don't have to move, so I can just brrr, and then just brrr on the guy I'm next to. Pickaxe, man. Yeah, roll an attack. Cool. Strength attack. I, I don't know. I'm going to make it reckless, so you get advantage on me. Okay. Uh... A thirteen. Okay, yeah, it connects. Roll three d ten. Sweet, uh, oh damage. my goodness! I can do that. Ten. Wow, oh. glad he never got to use that on the board. My goodness. All right, I got thirteen. All right. Plus uh, strength? Would it be? Or is it audit? Uh, no, no, because yeah. the engine's doing all the work. No, I'm not greedy. Case. Take it. Yeah. So uh, you, you start to sink the. 
the blade in, and you do this deep cut all on his side, and he goes, ah! <laughs> he doesn't do the laugh part. That's just me. Um, <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> yeah, as, as you cut deep into his chest area, and like viscera begins to spill forth. He's not quite dead, but he's holding in one hand like some intestine, and he's like, ah! <laughs> All right, uh, Stanley, your turn. Uh, doesn't Hope go before me? Uh, it's either or. Hope, yeah, you go first. Yeah, you can go ahead and go, Hope. Cool, so I've got happens. an orc behind me, right? One of the throat slits? Yeah. How big is the cut? It's, you know, a quarter <laughs> of an inch in diameter. Or okay. not diameter, but with <laughs> height, I mean. All right, well, I'm going to go for a melee with my hand in like this, and then kind of, if I get it in the cut, make a fist. So you're gonna pull out his esophagus, kind of thing? Or you know, just really Jam get it in inside, there, see if I can. Grab. Yeah, reach around, Jam and grab inside something. and grab. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, roll an attack roll, please. All right, and this will be melee, correct? Yeah. All when right. Someone asks how big is the cut. You know, it's about to get real brutal. <laughs> uh, Twelve. <laughs> okay, so you go to hit him. That's with your modifiers. Yeah. Yeah. So you go to try and put your hand into his, his the slit of his throat, and oh. you. you you knock him, but you don't get in okay. there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On that note, uh, Stanley, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to. Uh, I'm closest to the former sledgehammer guy that's been fighting with uh, Nash, correct? Yes, that would be closer. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and walk up behind him. Mm-hmm. And uh, stand behind him, and I am going to. Let me just make sure I'm able to. I'm going to let my eyes flare and cast dissonant whispers on him. And okay, I'm what's the save? Just, uh, it's a wisdom 14. It's a failure. And what did that one melts heads? Uh, so, sometimes, depending on how it goes. Uh, so 3d6 damage first. Uh, one. Uh, that's a uh, eleven damage to him. That's a, so. It's the sledgehammer one, though, right? If I recall. Yeah, it's I, the sledgehammer yeah. one, and if he survives, he has to move his full movement away from us. Well, the, the, your magical whispers enter his brain, and you see the telltale signs of brain meltage as his ears start to droop down and hang out, and his eyeballs, and his head begins to melt, and he just falls over with a melted head. <laughs> Big puddle. <laughs> like horrible people when this is over. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so who's next? Uh, it is... Okay, so the slit throat orc goes to make an attack at Hope. Misses. Pickaxe man tries to pick Varel. Who's... And that there's a hit there. Okay. Seven plus three. So ten. So he brings the pickaxe down. And just he has this pickaxe now embedded just in your chest area, and you're just like, oh, oh no! Um, and as he hits you, it doesn't go very deep, but it's very critical. And I am uh, resistant to piercing attacks in a range. Oh, so, so down to five. It's the impression it's sunk in and done a lot of damage, but in fact only does what was it five? Yeah, you're so resistant. five, and then but in three fact of that it's just your skin making it a dimple. <laughs> to catch 
the pickaxe and it just sinks in there and he gets that false tell and it doesn't do nearly as much damage as, as I initially described because you're Trixie. Um, okay, uh, Nash, your turn. All right, I'm going to... Two orcs remain, slip throat orc and pickaxe orc. Um, hmm. Is the... Is the uh, uh, the weapon that's the, the modified chainsaw thing, is that still working? Is that a functional device? The chainsaw, uh, I believe that Kyle has it. Or Varel has oh, it. did someone pick it up? Yeah, yeah Varel oh, I has missed it. that. Okay, never mind. I'm just glad someone has it. It just seemed dumb to have it laying there. Um, Alright. I would like to cast Frostbite on dude what has the pickaxe. Okay. I have a 60, 60 foot range on this. You have to do a constitution saving throw for that. Okay, he saves. Alright. Was there any effect on the save? Let me look. Uh, nope. Looks like I just don't get yeah. it. So, you shoot the projectile of frost at him. Yeah. It just washes over him to no Great. It looks cool though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Varel, it's your turn. All right. So, still working on. He's, he just hit me too. The same guy with the thing in him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Kind of like you're taking the laundry out. I'm gonna work the chainsaw down by kicking him in the nuts. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're gonna do it. Oh. You're gonna do a nut shot with the chainsaw? Kick no, no, no. The chainsaw the is in him. Okay. I figure giving him a kick in the nuts will work that. Dude, right. down. Yep. Okay, roll the tech dice. All right. 24. Damage dice, unarmed strike. 1d4, I think, plus your strength. Yeah. Five points of damage. All right. You kick him in the nuts. You have the chainsaw stuck in him. He's like... And this icicle flies by and hits him, doesn't do anything. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then you give him a shot in the nuts with your big lizard foot. Boom! And his eyes just go cross-eyed, and it just—he just life just seems to escape him completely as you knock your his nuts right all the way up to his head. And as he goes down, I'll let the chainsaw go with. Yeah, him. you let the chainsaw go, and the chainsaw continues drawing its own random fractal pattern through its body. There's blood everywhere. The delicious, inspiring orc blood. Hope it's your turn. All right, I'm going to wrap the chain around my fist, and I'm going to go for a nut shot as well. Okay, I'm the slit throat guy. All right, uh -huh. attack roll. Ooh, wrap oh, chain fist. I punch myself. I just, just can't bring myself to do it. That's hard. Roll the one? A one. Oh, no. So you go, to, you go to do a nut shot on him, and instead you just sort of whiff, and then you get nuts, you get his crotch in your face. You're like, oh, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was right. He's done. <laughs> All right, and so next up is uh, Stan Dan Stanley. Yeah, I'm going to uh, get within a 60 foot range of the last remaining orc. Yeah. I I'm going to lay down on my back and shout over in his general direction. Hey, you all, let me know when you're going to send the actual warriors in, and we can be done warming up. <laughs> and vicious mockery at him. Oh, oops, that's a deep twelve. All right, he fails the save. Roll your damage dice. Four damage. Okay, and then the insult enters his mind. He's like, ah! And, you know, he slumps down, falls back, thankfully. Out of Away. 
uh, like... factory range, and he falls. He falls down, ah, holding his head, and the crowd goes. Gah! This is a huge cheer as they start going. Rah, 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 and um, and uh, the elf, the magistrate, opens up the door again and walks in and says. People of Slave Town, followers of the principle, justice has been met today. Rejoice in the greatness of the principle. And the crowd goes, yeah. I'll hold my arms up. So and you revel applause. in the glory of combat and of the adulation of the crowd. And that Can is I... the speaks. Oh. Put my hand in their blood and wipe it across my face. Yeah, you sure can. Awesome. Hope takes the blood, wipes it across her face, looks out at her new fan club, and says, "Yeah!" You shut out, you muscle up, and, uh, and that's that's this week's episode. <laughs> yeah, we are triumphant. Now what are they going to do? That was awesome! We're innocent. They can't do anything to us now. Oh, and you level up to level three. Oh. Yes! yes! Oh, that's very nice. Really? We yeah. totally leveled, you guys. That's we a big did deal. it. Yes, Woo! we did we it. We did it in an awesome cage match to the death. Yeah. This is the, Here's our level up sound. <laughs> we've done it well done well done everybody that was fantastic uh well we'll be back at it in a week kind of see what's next for our adventures great to have varel and hope back yeah thanks for being back guys not thanks for having us back we missed you not leaving yeah. forever because we missed you uh, i have no idea how those gnomes are doing under the dirt but i've forgotten all about them in our new adventure so uh take that you bunch of jerks <laughs> wow! Just trying to see if, I, see if I can get Harsh. them to flip me off over there, but she's not paying attention. Anyway, uh, well, there you go. Uh, what else? That's it. Therewillbedungeons.com. If you've missed anything, you want to catch up, you need to find more uh, of what's going on in the world of our world that we've made, that Bo's made, then go check it out. Therewillbedungeons.com. There's links to all kinds of cool stuff, and you can catch past episodes, however you might get them. Uh, I think it's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next week. Maybe. Whoops. No, wait. There we go. Next week. Oh, that's the wrong thing. Hang on. Next. Wait, wait. <laughs> next week. Here it is. There we go. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. <laughs>